Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Magic with Zuby brought to you by Walrus Game Studio. My name is Zuby and if you're brand new to this show, this show is all about a little well-known card game called Magic the Gathering and maybe a little bit more. So we're back with like the first official episode of Magic with Zuby and we have none other than my brother from another mother, the only the coast or not the coast, but the sea separates us and that's Matt aka total mtg who we both started you know doing content creation since 2016 and have remained good friends since then and i brought him on to kick off the new year with some we, we talk a lot about magic we talk about you know the walrus game studio and everything else in between um I had a really great time talking with him. I love it, and I hope you enjoy listening to the episode. But before we get in there, uh, Magic with Zuby can be found on every podcast platform out there that you can think of. If it's not out there on a platform, then I've never heard of it before. So, boom, there you go. What? Uh, and then also Walrus Game Studio. Uh, we have our first D&D book uh, coming out very soon, hopefully within the next two months. We don't have a release date yet because we're waiting on the cover art to finish and as soon as the cover art's done then we're we're gonna set the release date and that's gonna be it boom 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 it's gonna be out and we're so excited and then if you've been following me on the socials uh, on magic with zuby you've been seeing that we have announced our first video game our first steam video game page has gone live uh, network engineer simulator and as of the recording of this podcast it's the feedback has been amazing it's been great i it's so awesome uh it, i yeah i'm kind of at a loss for words for it but all right let's get let's just get into the interview here everybody and please help me welcome my brother from another mother matt aka total mtg yo okay so uh this is like our yearly tradition here it's become because i even had you on last year um and it's probably one of my favorite episodes because it's you it's um (laughs) you know once again we've been talking since 2016 and that's 17 18 19 20 21 for 223 24 holy shit seven eight years now oh my god eight years we've known each other mate oh unbelievable dude it's insane um Oh, you know what I actually applied for? Uh, actually, last week. It feels like five months ago. Um, yeah. I am getting my passport again. Oh, really? And I'm already talking about going over to Europe. So, hey, I... Mate, spare room whenever you need it. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I may seriously take you up on that offer. See, I mean, oh, probably, probably not this year because I have a lot of debt I got to pay off. Yeah. Um, but definitely 100% next year I'm doing. I'm going somewhere oh, in Europe. Brilliant. Yeah, go for it, mate. We could be by the coasting because we're looking at moving at the end of the year. Oh, again? Moving again? Yeah, yeah. Nice. If you want to get closer to, um, there's a um, place over here called Norfolk, which is a place where we love to go over here. It's on the coast. Um, so oh, yeah, I, I saw your pictures. Yeah, so yeah, that place where we always go to, that's where, that's where we're looking to move towards. So... Uh, we won't be able to get right by the coast just because there's basically nothing around there. So it'd be too, you know, just too remote. Be like living in it, living in the desert. It's just nothing, <laughs> there's literally nothing there. You uh, go fishing, cats. right? 
Yeah, it could do that. And um, obviously, the closer you get to the coast, the more expensive it is as well. Yeah, um, that too. So we're, we're looking for work. You know, still need to do a bit of work. So probably looking at about 30, 40 minute drive from there. So um, I mean, that's yeah. still not bad because that's a. It's about how long it takes me to get to the coast from where I live. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not bad. About, about now, a 30 minute drive. Hours. Oh, oh, see, that's what God. we want. So it's two and a half hours to get to Norfolk from where we are now. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's, it's all right. It's doable quite easily, but it's just too far. You know, just want to pop yeah. down there. And, yeah, I, I need to, I want to live by the sea. So, so, so hold on. So, I, I, I've seen a meme before about driving long distances in UK versus the US. So two and a half hour drive is like a regular afternoon drive for us. Yeah. Is that considered yeah. super long for you guys? It would, well, that'd be long for me anyway. <laughs> like too far, two and a half, three hours with a bit of traffic. Now that's just too far. I, I mean, don't even know how many miles it is. I can't remember. It's hundred and something, I think. I mean, yeah. still two and a half hours is a long time to be in a yeah. car. Like if, if you had to do it every day. But for yeah, like an app, for one an app, yeah. yeah, for one trip, it's not too bad. Uh, I mean, my friends drove to Scotland the other day, and that was eight and a half hours. So that was yeah, that that's a fair trip on the car. That is a, I don't know what that would equate to going from your town to another town. How far that would be? But so, well, back in the summertime, I took my daughter on a road trip uh, yeah. from Florida to Washington D.C. And um, that was, we started at 5 a.m. And we didn't arrive till like 4 or 5 p.m. that day. Oh, well, like it's 11, 12 hours. Jeez, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, 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 it may have, been, may have been six or seven when we finally got to the hotel because of traffic. Because yeah. I, I can't remember if you've ever been to D.C. or not. But traffic, nah, not w- once you get into like the heart of D.C., traffic is god awful. Mm, yeah, I can so, imagine being that. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. You drive seven, eight hours in this country, you're in another country. <laughs> you're not just another state. You're in another country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I feel like people really uh, don't understand how big the U.S. is. Sometimes, oh like, yeah. I mean that's why you know there's a lot of internal holidays in in America because it's literally like. A state can be a different, like a different country, can't it? I mean, it literally, it, is. it can kind of be yeah. different. Yeah, um, and the travel it takes to get there, where you know you could travel from one state to another, where you know we could fly halfway to Australia or somewhere. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Because um, because after we got done with DC, we drove to Ohio, which is just west of DC, and so you're driving oh, through yeah. the Appalachian Mountains and all that, and it was just such a gorgeous yeah. drive. And then, and then yeah, you get to. Oh, when, sorry. Oh no! Then you get to Ohio, and it's completely flat, and it's yeah, like, yeah. So, so you're right. It is kind of like a different country in a sense, because. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a couple of uh, other friends who live in Ohio. A patron, one of my patrons, I think, is from Ohio, lives in Ohio. Oh, nice as well. So, yeah, I do know it's nice to send me pictures sometimes. <laughs> yeah, Ohio can be nice. Like it's um. Yeah, but like the trails, like you say, to get there are quite amazing. And yeah. Yeah, it, it Colorado was looks nice as well. I know. I want to go to Colorado so bad. Mm. It's on my to-do list. Yeah, it does look nice there. Yeah, he showed me some. One of my patrons was showing me some of like the old train stuff in there and everything yeah. like that. And going through the mountains just looks. Oh, it just looks amazing. Dude. Yeah, I'd love to go over there again sometime, but just got this thing about flying at the moment. I just can't fly. So, is it your 
frayed or yeah i just i just had a really bad flight and it's and even though it was like god 11 years ago it, it completely put me off Damn. i think now because i've left it i've left it so long um it's made it worse you know what i mean so i could i could see that yeah mm. Yeah, it was really bad, really bad turbulence, and then we had like this crazed person on there that, that thought they could feel air coming from under their feet. Oh god, that oh, that's not even <laughs> any. Tried, that's uh, worse. They tried to start lifting up the carpet. They were going; they had to be restrained. So they were trying oh to. Oh my gosh! Like I mean, not what what would they get to anyway? You know yeah, I mean? they're not going to rip a bottom in anything. But it was just such a bad. You know, that was right in front seat, front of me. And, oh, it was right in front of you. Yeah, seat in front. Of, oh yeah. my god. So not only was it bad turbulence, you also had someone starting to go crazy. Yeah, yeah. had someone that just had to be restrained. <laughs> Dude, that's a double whammy. Holy crap. Yeah. I kind of don't blame you. Well, if you need to get to like the mainland of Europe, you can just go by boat, yeah. can't you? Yeah, go by boat. Or Across go by the channel? Star. Yeah, you can go on the train. Oh, there, yeah. oh, that's right. I forgot there is the a train. Eurostar. Yeah. Yeah, so get the Eurostar. Um, but yeah, I just don't have much luck with travel. Like last... It wasn't the last time I was on the Eurostar. Uh, Eurostar it was the time before. Um, we broke down in the tunnel under the sea, <laughs> and we were in there for two and a half hours. And I was just like, oh, "What is going on with me and travel?" <laughs> so yeah, out of I, I all the places the to break now. down, <laughs> I go out the front door now. That's about it, dude. Oh my god, out of all the places to break down, like I oh, know, and it was, oh, it was horrible. And, and I, I'm sure everything's you know like the engineering structurally sound and all that stuff but it's just oh, yeah. that thought of like if this tunnel comes down <laughs> yeah it's just like yeah you're done be swimming with fishes yeah. more like oh my god that's <laughs> yeah. crazy yeah me and travel mate we, we don't get on well so i love traveling so it's, it's, it makes it it's like a problem and um, yet I mean, statistically speaking, you're more likely to get into an accident in car than exactly, any yeah. other kind of travel. So yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah, planes safest thing in the world, aren't they? Really? Yeah. When you think about it. Um, oh yeah. Ex except I don't want to put it to the test. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you know, just to make things even worse for you, have you seen like what's been going on with Alaska Airlines? I saw it a little bit, but not. Uh, I didn't read into it too much. We're, we're like the. Like the there was like a hole that opened up on the side of the plane and yeah. all that stuff, and they had yeah. to ground all those model airplanes, yeah, and all that. Yeah. Like yeah, so so yeah, that just imagine that you're up thirty thousand feet in the air and the hole just rips open on the side. Of the plane. Like oh my god, it's like a movie, isn't it? It's like a movie. Yeah, <laughs> no, I just couldn't be um, couldn't be having that. Definitely not. So, I think you're good to fly, especially Alaskan Airlines, if you ever go to Alaska. Yeah, I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. Probably last time I flew, TWA was still around, probably. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, they were probably still around. Oh, man. So, it has... So, I'm sort of back doing magic content, just a little. Sort of yeah, good. diving into it. Um, I need to actually get back into Paper EDH, because every time I play Magic Arena, I realize I still hate the program. Like yes, it is a bit of a it's a frustrating thing. It's got so many good things about it. Like you can play yeah. it whenever. You can, you know, if you want a game, just start playing. Um, but it's got so many bad things like the economy. Um, the actual program breaks quite a lot. Yeah. Um, and now they've just announced. Was it yesterday that they're not doing the 
for the next set they're not doing the um, early access event this time oh yeah no, yeah I just saw no that in your discord it. yeah there's no one to do it because they laid them off they, they laid off well they yeah. laid off the main person that did it which was a really nice guy that always used to sort me out because for the last seven I never received the emails and I always used to have to get a personal one from uh, there's a guy called Jesse Jesse Hill that was running it all and me and him would have a joke he said well you know I'll always send you ones to just message me and that's what I mean and people go like that you think of all the hundreds and loads of creators that he's dealing with all of that yeah and he would still take time out to personally message me sort me out my thing through personal emails and so on. and that's like probably they probably don't know how much these people actually do but they realize it now because they they're having to miss out on it because there's yeah. no one to do it which is yeah um, man bit of a problem but yeah arena's arena's good for some things but you can't beat paper, paper for paper. for sure i still have my edh decks i don't have any other and i've got two popper decks i kept my cube but yeah. other than that i don't have any other paper product and oh bes besides my little collection of slivers that i kept yeah um which i now need to get all the new slivers that came out since yeah, i've been yeah. gone yeah it's quite a few more yeah um but yeah, definitely yeah yeah, but I yeah, I, I feel like I've missed a lot. Table. Yes, yes. I, I, I still have my little setup. Um, you know, I actually don't have any play mats anymore except for like one or two. Yeah, right. So, yeah, I got rid of all of it. Like, I was completely done. And it was, and, and but there was also a lot going on in my life at the time, too. When Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And yeah sometimes so. you, like you say, if you, I'm like, I'm a bit like you, I'm, I'm getting to a point where, I don't play enough probably now, you know, to, uh, I feel like I'm not getting to the end of my creative stuff with magic, but it's close. It, it feels close just because as you get older, you know, yeah. things get in the way. You just don't have the time. Like I used to be able to do four or five videos a week and now I struggle to get two. And that's sometimes that's just me being lazy, you know, where I just mm -hmm. don't want to do it. Um, but even playing magic, like we're saying, I, I I usually go on kitchen table games. We play every Thursday. We used to, and even then, I've sort of pulled out a little bit, quite a lot. And you know, I said for a good, I think it was about eight weeks. I just said, look, just leave me out for a bit. I just I just couldn't be bothered. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, then I'm sitting here, I'm turning around, and I've got like at the time I've got sixty four commander decks behind me. Yeah, I know. I'm fully looking made. at that. Yeah, <laughs> fully made. So I, just, I just, I do enjoy the deck building part of it a lot as well. Yeah. Even if like this, there's, there's got to be at least 15 decks there that haven't even been played yet. Damn. Um, it's quite sad. It's quite sad, yeah. isn't it? But then, I don't have a local game store that's close enough for me to go and play. Um, that's the hard part. I'm not lucky yeah. enough to have that. It's a good 40 minute drive there. 40 minute. Oh, I just know it isn't a lot. I've got to ask my, you know, I don't drive, so I've got to ask my wife to get there. There's no public transport around here, so you couldn't get there any other way. Um, so then ask her to go there, hang around for a couple of hours, and come yeah. back. Um, it's just not really fair, you know. No, and, um, for sure. And it's a friendly, it's a friendly shop, but people have their groups. Yeah. I don't tend to change in commander. It's not like when you play standard, everyone just floats around the tables. Yeah. It, it, they meet up as a friend, you know. They meet up. Not saying they're everyone, because you know, I'm not saying they're not being uninvited or anything like that. But 
you know, they go and play. Yeah, there. you feel like you're just kind of intruding and all that, and yeah, yeah and it, you're probably not, but it's you do feel like that, you you know. Yeah, because it, it is a different feeling because you're right. When I used to go to F and M, like for standard, you're right. You, you'd get to meet new people like almost yeah. every week, and because you be you'd never play against the same person twice. You know, most yeah. of depending on how big the shop was and all that, right? Mm. But you know, you get to meet new people, and that's how I met a lot of friends that way too. Yeah. Was just playing them in standard, and you yeah. know, you know, end the of story. Standard products are tending not selling. I don't know what it's like over there because all people in our shops around here will be playing Commander. So I, I, th- I think that's what it's like here. To, yeah, they can't sell the standard stuff because Commander players are more seasoned players and they know to buy singles. Yeah. They're not going to go and buy the odd, you know, two or three booster boxes like we used to when I was in my previous, you know, going back about five, six years. Um, new set would come out. I'd go to my LGS. I'd probably order two two draft boxes when we didn't have the set. Two draft boxes, um, probably the Commander decks, uh, two or three pre-release boxes, you know, extra. I'd get so much standard product, which is why well, thousands of living cars now because of all that I used to do. Um, but I just don't do it now. Yeah. I'm going to buy anything because I pulled out a standard. Standards. Sim is bas- basically and... dead. Uh, unless yeah. you're playing competitively, it's dead. Yeah, and, the, and a three year, whatever it is, rotation period now is, is cheaped. It's three year now? Is it two? It's, it's got, was it two years or three years? It's gone out. It's doubled, didn't it? Oh, I, dude, I don't see. I don't know. So, I, I, so part of the reason why I also wanted to get you on was like maybe try to help me catch up to date on some of the magic yeah. sets because when I play arena like dude I feel so lost like all yes. my brawl decks are <laughs> like two years old probably now at this probably point probably banned cards as well now. oh yeah I've had to update some um but no so damn they increased the rotation of standard oh, which you you think would help but no you you make a good point about the the game so I finally have a new game shop near me um yeah. I've, I've only been a couple times but they are the the only magic they play is just commander um yeah. which i don't really go there for commander at all um i've i've only been there for D because they are a huge D shop like yeah. it, it's they like that's just what that game store is more for for D and uh warhammer too uh, they are really big into warhammer mm. which our mutual friend mark would probably love that yeah because he started his new channel without doing really well yeah, I need to. Um, I think I only ever watched his first video. I need to see some yeah. of his other stuff. Yeah, he hit a thousand subs last week, which is great. Holy crap! Good right for right. him. Yeah, because his editing skills were always badass. Like he oh, should have been yeah. bigger in Magic. Like there was. Yeah, yeah. He's. He, I, I, I suppose he. He. You know, Magic is a. Is a. What's the word? It's a niche in it anyway, and he went niche in niche. Yeah, of cube. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he did Cube's, do cube mainly. Cube is still, you know, quite big with people, but it is proper. I'd say more seasoned Magic players. <clears throat> yeah, because you, know, you ask a new player, they wouldn't even know what Cube is. They might know what Commander is mm-hmm. because there's so much about it. But Cube is never really spoken about too much, um, even though it's really, really fun. Because I've got pauper cube and you've got a cube it is fun to play cubes with friends and stuff yeah for sure and, um, it's a good way to learn to be honest as well building decks and you know drafting stuff like that um but yeah he's i don't know he just 
I can see why he got frustrated with it. It's because he's putting out really good content. It happens in any field. It's not just magic. Yeah. Certain content is not so good, but it's a bit more edgy and, you know, F this, F that. You know what I mean? It's different. I think I pleasantly know what you're talking about. I think you pleasantly do. And um, (laughs) it just... um, It's different. And that has a certain demographic that likes it. Which is bigger than the demographic that would like clean cut cube content, which was just the Mark's content was, yeah, top. But nothing against the other content, but each to their own, isn't it? And it's just not my type. I'd rather watch something like that and learn. Yeah, that sounds bad. You can learn stuff for the other people as well, but it's just different, isn't it? And everyone's good to be different, but people like what they like. So how yeah, how has just, the creator landscape changed? Um, I don't know. For, uh, over here in the UK, it's like a togetherness of the UK now, which seems you know better than it not better than it was before because we were all pretty close before. There seems to be a lot more. To me, people are changing in the way that they expect a lot more about putting the work in. Mm-hmm. In all fields, not just you. I'm talking about in the whole of magic, you know. This new creator program and everything like that has made everyone sort of want to fight to get it. And that can pull people apart. And I've seen that. It seems to pull people apart. Thinking, Wait, what What new creator program? So you know, like in America, they're the ambassador program. Okay, I've seen so some only... people with the, with the hashtag in their profile. What is yeah, that? Because so they didn't have that is... when I was doing no. it. So Wizards has started a program where you take creators and they will use the creators to promote magic, basically. Okay. So they will they will get things ahead like um, products, review Oh, products, okay, okay. Everything like that. And they will promote it. So, so, so basically what like me and Pixie used to get, but it was, yeah. they just didn't have a taint, ugh, name for it. Yeah, so now okay. there's these ambassadors... Oh, it's a big uproar because obviously certain people didn't get it, and then there was certain. I bet that inflates. And... I bet that inflates some people's sense of self worth. Yeah, and oh then some God. people you never heard of have it, and then everyone. Oh, for the time it dropped, it was just like a shit show. Oh, <laughs> it I bet. Really was. I bet. Why um, did this person get it and not this one? Um. Oh my God, yeah. this person makes such better content, the... and oh, you know, or Wizards is racist because they didn't choose this person, and yeah, probably and it just bullshit. Kicked off. I mean, they were, they obviously tested, but another thing as well, they only brought it to the states, which is you know, no one else can get it outside of the US. Um, oh, which takes okay. me to a takes me to a thing like on arena. Arena, there's an event that you can enter and I can enter. I can't win the prize. Only people in the US can win the prize. Ugh. They can take my coins and gems. I can do it, but I can't win. So the whole of the rest of the world, where apparently. Magic doesn't happen. <laughs> you can do it and enter in the US and win the prize. You, you know what that because is. Of, because of... I mean, if they're saying... I mean, some of the prizes are, are products or whatever it was. If a company as big as that can't afford to do international shipping... No, it, it's wrong. not that. You know what it is, though. What's it's it? uh, Hasbro being lazy with their legal department. They don't want their legal department to figure out all the other kind of like prize-winning laws for every other country out there. 
That, that's it's why being lazy as well is that they don't take it off the rest of the world's program so you can still yeah. be fooled in thinking you don't read that little small print that they put us uh, yeah that's pretty messed up and then i go and spend i think it was about 30 40 dollars of gems to enter each time and i don't get any prizes i mean it's little things like that that just sort of split content creator community up and you know it's just really really annoying and yeah, the ambassador program they said they might go over here but then we've our one of our our main uk rep was one that got laid off as well oh, now we have God. no one yeah <laughs> so you know preview cars from the next set i see went up no one i don't think there was one from outside of the us other than the two what national newspapers i think i don't quote me now someone put that there was definitely no uk or anything like that not that the uk should get one you know, there's, but, there's plenty of other countries in the world that should get some as well yeah but, but the fact that think... it's only us because it used to be yeah. spread out like they used to do you know yeah. obviously a big chunk used said, to be Mark, us yeah there is a couple of english national newspapers that have gone which is weird like yeah. some newspaper got one and the mirror and they're like the total shit rags you know what i mean yeah that, like, that's what i've worst. heard worst newspapers you could probably aren't, aren't they like there. the fox news of uk or something oh they're just they're just, <laughs> they're just scandal newspapers yeah they're, like, they're gonna preview a magic card it's hilarious um but i don't know people put too much props into getting preview cards that's that's a so they, they still do it they still do i mean okay l let's be honest and i know i've said this before on the podcast it's getting a preview card is awesome for a creator but yeah it does nothing for you as it for your content or anything probably one of my lowest ever videos has been my yeah uh, preview cards that i've got you know yeah uh, that's a fact they just people they're already spoiled everywhere else before you even do it oh yeah um people just aren't you know they're not yeah really it, interested in, in the common that i've got that's you know uh, it's like you say lovely getting them um it, it's a really cool nod from wizards i mean Let's let's be honest. It is because I mean, yeah. so I still have one binder left, and that's with my binder full of slivers, and it's a binder. Mm. Um, another page has all the preview cards I've ever previewed. I'm um, starting right, from nice, yeah. Dominaria uh, up yeah. to was it the last D and D Boulder's Gate set? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I did just look up as we were talking about standard. Yeah, standard rotates every three years now. Holy shit! <laughs> It three used to be. Years. I thought it used to be like every year. It would rotate. Every year, yeah. And now it's every three years. So, so it's basically extended. They brought extended back. Yeah. I think for that is potentially a lot more bands. Which is you dumb. can't have a problem for three years. Yeah. No. Whereas before it would just rotate out. Can't do that now. Um, they're saying they've done it to get you know people worried that take commander because they gave more longevity and stuff like that so they want standard with more longevity but if it seems to be very weird that it coincides now they've scrapped set boosters and everything else you know oh, now that's we, we right. had draft and set and now and the other um they're gonna be more expensive so it's gonna be a money increase you know start and are you really going to play standard when it doesn't rotate? You know, I'm already seeing on Arena, it's just the same old decks. Now, sometimes these decks, this could backfire. On those sort of platforms, you're going to have those decks now for three years. So, 
doesn't matter if you take one card out of mono red. Mono red's always good, but what I'm saying is if you take one card out, you're still going to be playing against that deck for three years. There's yeah. no uh, mono blue. You're playing against it for three years in standard, where before you'd have a deck you hate, a year or so, it'd be gone. You know, there'd be so, so much some, Sometimes not even a year, it'd be like six months or something. Yeah. And something there'd be so much taken it. out of the deck. You wouldn't just lose a card... Know, that would lose maybe 10 cards 12 cards because it's rotated out now not going to be banning 12 14 cards in a deck just not going to happen jesus <laughs> you know I mean? so you know it's up to 12 expansions now there'll be 12 different sets in standard oh my god that that's a lot and how do you keep up with it mate how do you keep your standard paper deck relevant when you've got to buy into 12 sets to keep relevant it's just impossible. I can't keep up with it. Dude. So, uh, so in terms of like actual magic sets, I so since I've been back dabbling in Magic Arena, um, I, I do need to get my EDH decks all sorted out. I need to get some new sleeves. Holy crap! I need new sleeves. Um, yeah. But um, so I I've I've tried to you know keep up with what was it. They had the Brothers War, yeah. the oh god, was it Dominaria United? I think yeah, it was, and then uh, Phyrexia all be one. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've had a few. We've had a few sets, haven't we? Since uh, March of the Machines. Um. Yeah, like there's so many cards out there now. I just don't know what they do. Um, there's that mechanics that are changing. It's everything is like mix of colors you know like white counter spells and there's what? a white rim was that there's a white remand spell you know like remand yeah yeah Ooh, i remember a white one called retrieve which is return target spell draw a card what okay. for two mana <laughs> it's like okay well, everything's I... crossed over like the colors just don't even in your short time away it's just gone crazy mate <laughs> well i i mean i because I sort of, when I stopped doing magic content, I sort of kept up somewhat, like a little bit, like like just any of the major news that was going on. Um, and I know, uh, yeah, I, I know there was a whole big hubbub about the story of magic, like, mm. like the whole everyone not being a planeswalker anymore or something like that. Um, yeah, they went through a stage. See, I don't. Laura's magic is is not really what I'm into too much. But like you say, I, I pick up little bits here and there, and yeah, they were killing off all the planeswalkers, which sounded and, really you know, dumb. Yeah, I mean, for me, the first um, pack I ever opened had a planeswalker in, and it was a Jace Architect of Thought, and that's what got me into blue, got me into mm -hmm. magic. And I made Planeswalker decks for ages. You know, Planeswalkers were always what my decks were built around. And yeah, to think that you know, all that could stop me was like, oh, I don't take Planeswalkers out of Magic. Just, I just, that'd be the worst ever if they did that to me. <laughs> I mean, in one hand, I wouldn't mind them getting rid of Planeswalkers altogether. Um, only because I feel like War of the Spark kind of saturated the hell out of planeswalkers yeah, as soon as they started printing them at uncommon yeah that's when that's when the you know the nature that was the problem 
And when you had powerful planeswalkers like Narset, um, three mana, one double blue, uncommon, got played in old formats. You know, it's just such a good card. Um, and then they just started, you know, making really powerful ones like three mana Teferi. Yeah, that were rare. Yeah, because they made them rare too, not just because they used to be just mythic. Yeah, you think of the ones like Oko they had to ban. Yeah, Um, Liliana the Veil was put in standard as well. Oh, that's right, she came back. Yeah, which is which is you know I I was like that, but then it's not as powerful as I thought it was going to be in standard. So it did quite well. I thought it was going to be broken, but. Um, now they've added timeless on arena. Yeah, it's broken. Yeah, yeah I've I've seen that for like I don't even have a timeless deck. I haven't tried it. Is it fun at least? Or I tried it yesterday for the first time. So we were chatting in Discord about it a bit. Yeah, and um, I made a few decks. And yesterday, I three times played a turn one Liliana the Veil. <laughs> oh three shit! Times. Nice turn one Liliana the Veil. Turn one Dark Ritual. Liliana the Veil straight down. You start discarding. Ultimated it like twice. Oh my god, <laughs> that's <away>. crazy. <laughs> oh mate, I was like, oh, I love it. But what they've done, I tweeted about this yesterday. It's just disgraceful. Paper cards, they're upscaling in rarity on Arena. Yeah, Lightning Bolt, rare. Art Ritual, rare. It's just an absolute con. Sword of Plowshares, rare. Path, rare. everything's rare. It just it just wipes you out, mate. It really does. And timeless, I wouldn't. I've even in my brief go yesterday, and I've been playing arena since the start, and my collection is big. Can't play. Not unless you start it's, you putting in a lot so of money. Fetch lands are on there now. Luckily, they kept. Oh yeah, I, I saw. I saw that. Yeah. I play a deck. It needed sixteen uh, fetch lands. So that's sixteen rares just on that lands. Nothing to do with the deck. Damn. I had to spend sixteen. Rares on it, and I'm like, damn. Oh. I know, and I was like, every deck I craft, I managed to craft three out of the six that I got from the meta, and I crafted three, and that was because they mixed up a few of the cards. I managed to, you know, it needed Mistress Bauble on three of the decks, so I managed to get yeah. that. Um, but then it's like, start opening packs of the sets that you need, and of course, you're not going to get them. Of so, course not. You know. Even with me, I had 61 rares available to spend by 13 Mythics because you just don't get the Mythics on there. And that's Oof, for someone that yeah. plays every single day. That's every single daily. That's me. I do it all. I still can't build up those Mythics because I'm not piling money into it just to get the Mythics. You know, That's the only way to do it. And um, a timeless, crazy format crazy i had someone yesterday took seven turns on the trot against me oh like just seven extra turns and all that extra turns oh my god on the trot. okay and i, I, I lost i i kind of i kind of love that i kind of love that i know you love that extra <laughs> turns mate i played like all of them do you know what i mean there's that red yeah. uh red blue one and it was like bang followed into another one and they had the um gideon emblem where if you've got gideon you can't lose the game and i was like what on earth can i do i can't do anything this is kind of reminding me of like legacy in a sense it is it is legacy that's what they do say it's like a lot well like legacy um, yeah but yeah, i was dropping a death right shaman on arena yesterday i was loving it it's like death right oh, shaman God. turn one come on it's like okay you're I making me want to try it out now I, mean, I can see the attraction in it to players that have been playing a long time yeah, because you're playing with cards that just are brilliant. 
I mean, yeah. it's just absolutely hilarious. Um, but yeah, you need the Wonga new players. You need the money, and you just can't catch up on collections. That's the that's the problem oh yeah as well. yeah it's, it's, it's hard. Oh man. Um, yeah. Well, shit. And then of course I was streaming the other night. Um, yeah, I saw it come up, but I didn't see it till I woke up the next morning. Obviously, because we're different times. Obviously. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Oh, I saw you streaming; it's come up on my thing. I was like, "What?" Yeah, and then I went on a big Still. tirade about Lord of the Rings because I saw the whole Lord of the Rings set, and I absolutely hate it. Yeah, it, it's just—I hmm. mean, one, the art direction they took is god awful, and two, yeah. it's so many of the cards. I don't know. It just okay. I there's a lot of broken cards in that in that set. Yeah, very so good, very good. I won't say broken, but very powerful cards. So when they first announced Universes Beyond, like what was some of the first ones? Like the Walking Dead, um, yeah. the, the whole like little Godzilla crossover thing with Ikoria. Yeah. Um, I, I I was okay with it, you know, like it didn't seem that bad. But now it seems like they're completely overdoing it. It's just like, oversaturating it now. Like I saw, there's a Fortnite one now. There's Lord of the Rings, Warhammer, there's Fallout. Oh yeah, Doctor Who. It's like, okay, now this is getting into like the Fortniteification of the game, and I absolutely hate it now. It's don't see how they think it will bring other players into the game that like those other other games. Because if it it, it can the game of magic, it it, might attract some from a collection point of view. Yeah, because my daughter, uh, my oldest daughter, is a huge Doctor Who fan. And she was wanting the decks, but I know, I mean, and she knows how to play basic magic and all that stuff, but it yeah. wouldn't, but she would just buy it and then just never touch it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Some people will just get for the collection. I get that as well. Yeah. Um, but some, I think some will attract some, but you know, some will appeal to some, some won't appeal like going to do Marvel and that will suck me right in because I love Marvel. I mean, I'm sitting here with three Thanos next to me. You know oh, what I mean? nice. I just, I love Thanos. And if they so do a Batman any... one, because I see oh, your I Batman do... shell. <laughs> yeah, mate, I love it. Batman Joker. I'll be sucked into it. But then I, what's good about those sort of things is that you can skip stuff. So yeah. I'll sk- I skip Fortnite. I skip Doctor Who, even though I picked up some singles for Commanders because they're some really good good stuff. Uh, uh, Thursday, I played against one of the Doctor Who decks, and they are not uh, beginner-friendly. They are so good. I mean, this is a person who's been playing Magic for quite a long time, and we were just sitting there going, "What on earth is this deck doing?" It was so yeah. complicated. It was like, like trigger after trigger after flipping trigger. And we were like sitting there going on a spell table. We were like, "Please, someone just kill him first. He was like, "Please kill me," <laughs> because the game was two and a half hours long, nearly. Dude, I'm I... time, but waiting for them with the deck. I I know oh, that no. feeling like when your deck is too good or, or too complicated you're just yeah. like some i i've know that feeling like sometimes i'm just like all right i quit i give up i don't care if i was gonna win the game <laughs> or not like i'm done because <laughs> it's so much brain power right yeah it just like it hurts you yeah it, it does i mean dude that's I how it felt like... playing grand arbiter sometimes i'm just like <laughs> <Yeah>. oh god <laughs> it's like yeah shoot me now <laughs> i was playing i mean i played um, one of the precons. I got the new Murfolk precon for Christmas. Okay. I played that, and that was. Re- I, I took down the match, um, the four of us, and I played 
commander for maybe a good couple of months that was my first game back even then i was getting confused because i haven't played that type of paper magic i'm used to arena sort of telling me what to do yeah um, yeah i've got hardened scales out which is plus oh yeah with, yeah with, and you gotta with, have to remember yep with math ascendancy out oh yeah so that out so that's I'm a lot of math <laughs> then i'm proliferating <laughs> oh god i missed the win three turns on the trot <laughs> I already had the win, but I just forgot to do at the end of the turn to do something. And in the end, I took the win with Simic Ascendancy, getting more than 20 counters on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I was like, yeah, but I missed it three times. And they were like, you could have won then. You could have won then. I was like, oh, for God's sake. Yeah. Miscounters, I was miscounting stuff. I was like, kept forgetting to put the extra counter on. Magic is hard. You know what I mean, it's really hard. It can be. <laughs> you, you know, you, you strike on something that it's another kind of complaint that I've been hearing about magic that it's getting too complicated recently. Yeah, like, exactly. like a lot of cards are getting too wordy. Is that true? That is or? A thing. And there's, well, don't know. There's a lot of different mechanics, uh, which obviously you've got to keep up with. Some are similar to others. Um, like the new discover mechanic is really good. It's a bit like cascade, um, okay. but just not quite as powerful, but still very good. Um, depends how you're learning if you're learning straight from paper i can imagine it being quite hard if you're learning through arena those sort of things it does make it a bit easier because it will always come yeah. up and tell you stuff uh, yeah like you say you, you gone are the days where you've just got this and it just says like um a one one counter on and stuff like that now you've got discover five look at the top five of your cards if one of them is five or let's put it in there then go into the graveyard then to exile and then do you're like it's christ Got you know you've got to read so much of what's like, going on. Like I've even heard they've like there's not a whole lot of vanilla creatures anymore too. Like uh, a, not really. Like there's really just not a lot of and, and for people listening who don't know what we mean, like vanilla creatures just meaning like a common creature that has no text. It's just you know you cast it and it's a simple three three with zero abilities, yeah. and that's it. Yeah, I was trying to. Um, you can see that a bit like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a two-two with some writing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, exactly. The writing like that. is a story. The writing is a yeah, story. yeah, just a flavor text. Yeah, this is yeah, it's very rare. But it was funnier because I think they did bring out. It might have been in the Lord of the Rings set. They brought out an anthem. That was an enchantment that says plus two two for creatures with no abilities whatsoever or anything like that. Oh, okay. It, it, okay. it was an actual card. That did it, but I was thinking, no cards like that anymore. So it's just like a useless enchantment. So, um, but yeah, maybe they just took the Mickey out of themselves and or did that for a card. <laughs> maybe. Funny. Well, so no. What, what that would do is like people will be justified in their vanilla only EDH decks now. Yeah, imagine that a vanilla commander. <laughs> That'd be quite funny, wouldn't it? What's your deck do nothing. It does absolutely nothing. It just plays a creature, and you can read the flavor text. That is you know, the, I I built a uh, when I was playing Magic Online, I built a uh, what is it, Essica, the five color, uh, enchantment that would pull out a planeswalker or oh, yeah. creature. Yeah, yeah, I, I played. Thing. Yeah, I played a, a, a vanilla creature deck like that. J j just for fun because people would always target me until they start seeing the creatures coming out and it's like oh it's just a big dumb 6-6 six, six that does nothing there's no yeah. trample there's you know yeah. no death touch none of it it's and so you know that it's i could see creature, the one they 
made fun of. It's actually yeah. a good commander now. It was a big saint like nine seven gargle. Um, had a funny name. It was a black, maybe a black or black green creature. It literally said, did nothing other than it was a nine seven. Are you talking about? Or is it the Yargle one? Yargle, that's it. Yargle. Oh, he—he's a commander now. Yeah, because you know why? Because it's they can cheat it into play or get it in there very quickly, and all of a sudden they put all these enchantments on it, and it's a one-shot win. Oh shit! <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's a Voltron commander. Bank, yeah, you think, oh, this is okay. nice, but oh, it's oh, it's a big nine-seven with nothing. Yeah, it'd be no good. And all of a sudden, it's got trample, indestructible, haste, flipping on it. It just whacks you out of nowhere. Hello, oh wow! Wins. Yeah, yeah wow, fun, that's actually. great. Yeah. Oh, cool! That was it. <laughs> yeah, because that was that swamp creature in the first Dominaria. Sorry, it was a nine-three. Yeah. I think it was nine-three. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny, funny creature that was. Yeah, it's a good commander that one. Well, they made a secret layer of him too, didn't they? Of like him yeah. just appearing in different art or whatever. I mean, it became a bit of a meme, didn't it, Yargle? And um. Yeah, people um people have built decks around it and yeah. found a way to make it strong. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. It, it, how do you feel about the direction Magic is going right now? Like, do you feel hopeful that it's getting better, worse? Like, because I know there was a big hubbub about too much product going on. Magic thirtieth yeah, pissed off a lot of people. I think they keep making a lot of mistakes. If I'm being honest. Like what? And I think, just think they they are pummeling people with too much product. You can't enjoy a set. That is the one problem, you know, main problem I'm seeing is that now with you just you people are having surely having to miss sets out. You have to. You can't unless you've got an unlimited fund. Um, obviously, some of the creators are lucky. You can look at it a different way, but it has stopped me from buying a lot of stuff where. Usually I might get some stuff from WotC, but then I'd buy extra as well. Um, yeah, because I remember, like, for you, I remember specifically you used to get at least, like, a box, maybe a fat yeah. pack, and, yeah. and I mean, it's, it slows you know, down. a few packs. and Yeah, it definitely slowed down a bit for me, but I just think there is too much. Our advertising, I mean, it's like, I got a product, I can't remember which said it was. Before it arrived to me, we're already advertising Wizards the next set. It hadn't even been released. They were already talking wow. about a new set. But then because they're on to saying like talking about the new set, when I put my stuff up, it won't be retweeted by them or anything like that because they've moved on. Mm-hmm. We've already, you know, we've done that. On to the next set. Stuff like that. Um if it's not like standard set coming out. And then be a remastered set coming out. Yeah, it seems like they're doing like, more of those because Ravnica Remastered yeah. just came out. Be Universe re- Beyond, and then it'd be the Commander decks. And then it's four different, three or four different types of packs. And it's like 12 arts on one card. Stupid stuff like that. You just can't literally keep up. And that's why I think they're either flooding the market because they want to get as much money in as they can could keep them alive for a bit or it's just going to go the worst way where people you know certain sets are just going to get missed and they're going to be left in stock everywhere and gradually it will die out because can't see can't see how it keeps going like this I just don't see how the players can 
keep spending that money. And well, I mean, there's that whole big thing I remember hearing was that Mark Rosewater saying, you know, just buy the sets you enjoy or, or pay attention to the ones. Yeah. Like, you don't have to have all the product. But, I mean, from someone yeah. who, you know, is starting to get into, like, making their own game studio and all that stuff, to tell my audience to say, hey, don't pay attention to all my product. Just pay attention to the stuff you like. That's, like, horrible business See, if he'd marketing. been truthful what he said, he would have changed that to choose the ones you can afford. Because that's what it is. Well, they don't want to talk about not, that. I might like that's exactly that's what I mean. That's what but, but people know that's what they mean. That's where the yeah the, you know the arguments are coming because they know what that's what they mean. Wales, you can afford this, but you can't afford this. So that product isn't for you just because you can't afford it. You know what I mean, mm -hmm. See, that's not right. I mean, just say get the products you like. Well, yeah, I like um, the new Ravnica remastered set because I started in Ravnica. Then why have you put the prices up for that one? Because they have. It's a different price to the previous ones. Why oh, have you wow. put that up? You know what I mean? And for me, I, I'd want to buy in that. But I looked at a draft booster box yesterday, and it was £220. A draft Mike, box. You could probably what? buy a draft box of draft box of Return yeah. to Ravnica much cheaper. In two twenty, it's probably about $280. Yeah, that's what, why a I, lot. Why am I, yeah. I going to spend that? And... On it's cards you already right. have. Exactly. Just because I want different arts. Yeah. Because it's nostalgic. You know, it's a set that I first started in. Turn to Ravnica was my was my set. I got my Jace. You know, everything from that I love. Mm -hmm. Um, I I can't warrant spending a couple of hundred pound on it. Yeah, it's Get ridiculous. A bunch of reprints. A bunch of reprints. You know, if art that could be made by them or it could be AI. Who knows. Oh my god, that. Oh, yes. I saw that whole debacle and... Oh my god, it's so funny. It's not AI art. Don't worry about it. No, it's not. We're doubling down. It is not AI art. We told you once. Like, uh, okay, guys. Uh, sorry. It, it kind of was. Yeah, you, you got us. <laughs> sorry. Well, you're going to have to use it now because half the artists are pulled out. So what are you going to do? Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, I would not be surprised if more and more card art, because that was just promotional advertising. I would not be surprised if they start having more card art being AI, like at this point. It, it would not surprise me that Watsi would do that. From a cost point of view, and having that kind of control over it, it's, it makes sense from a business point of view. Oh, yeah. It like, doesn't mean that people like it. Like, like, so for an example, um, the the book we have coming out, um, we have our first uh, D and D book coming out. Hopefully, in the next uh, two months. Um, nice, nice. And so, one of the things that we did in the beginning, um, before we started uh, getting artists, was we started using AI art for concept art. You know, to conceptualize the way things might look and visualize. Because, you know, yeah. we have five people on our team. None of us are artists. And we, we, we have everything else on our team except artists. And so we use that as just to try to visualize what someone may look like or what a place may look like. But we're yeah. in the process now of, you know, 
you know, we have our cover art being commissioned. Um, we have, you know, all real art in the book and we're looking at probably getting someone else commissioned for some other small art pieces. So That's nice. Yeah. Exactly. I yeah, but I look forward to seeing that. From the, the you know, the concepts of your, when you sent me the, it's a piece from the other one as well. Yeah. yeah it looked cool. Yeah, I know, man. I'm super excited about it. I've yeah. already begun work on the yeah. second book, and yeah, yeah um, I hope you do really. Well. I hope it takes off you, mate. I really, really do. Uh, I it's mean, not a game that I play, but I just really hope that I know a lot of people that do. You know, yeah, groups and that, that sort of stuff. You know, I mean, if we make our money back, like if we break even, I'd be happy. It's good, but that's yeah. good. To start in your first years. You know I mean? Yeah, they, they always say like you normally run at a loss. And then you start, you know, but if you can break even on the first year, mate, that'd be, that'd be blinding. Dude, so um, as of this recording, um, so you know I we're doing that network engineer simulator game? Yeah, I've been, I've been watching that on your and, Facebook um, and stuff, yeah. Uh, holy shit, that thing's just sort of, uh, it's getting a lot of great feedback. So yeah, um, yeah. on the Steam store, you can uh, see how many people have wishlisted it and yeah. all that. So... People love those retro type games mate as well they love those type of games well, well yeah people love simulator games first of all yeah and, and yeah. so like so i'm not programming this game at all i'm just really the consultant and i'm helping yeah. with the level design since that's basically my career that i've done yeah. so it's just like i'm recreating stuff back from you know my actual experience <laughs> that i've had yeah. um but one of the things that so the first day uh, when we first posted it, we had about six people wishlist it. Okay. Yeah. Second day, it went up to 250. So Jeez. I'm like, I'm like, okay, cool. Dude, I check it this morning, uh, right before I get on the call with you. It's up over 2,500. Oh I'm like, God. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. Come on. And, um,. Yes. So you can see the stats of people who are wishlisting it, uh, like where they're from and all that. And the number one country, which I thought was going to be the United States, is actually yeah. turning out to be Japan right now. Really? Yeah. yeah it does surprise me. It doesn't surprise me because I, I take in a lot of, I don't know, I love Japanese content. So I watch a lot of Japanese yeah. YouTubers and stuff like that. And there are gaming channels that I look at. Mm -hmm. playing games like that simulator games they just love it they sit there right, normally on like the switch or something like that and just chill out and play them so i could yeah i could see that but you wouldn't think with the size of the us you think obviously that would be but yeah japan's big as well but because the first yeah, two days it was yeah the first two days it was all us like that there was yeah. some europe and all that stuff and yeah. actually the second biggest country that we were getting traffic from was russia and we're like oh shit <laughs> did, did we fuck up here <laughs> oh i'm kidding that they might be able to use yeah yeah right right like uh-oh uh-oh uh -oh. intel into america's right <laughs> and then this morning i see it's all japan i'm like oh fuck so as of this recording we're at 2500 because when this releases next friday who the hell knows what it's going to be at um, that's amazing, mate. Dude, that's it, amazing. It, it's awesome. Like, we're so excited about it. Um, and it's a lot of people are really psyched about it because they think it could be a good training tool as well, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're not just doing the, the cabling is going to be like one of the main things that we do in the game. 
you know, like you're going to see a really ugly rack full of, you know, a spaghetti mess of cables and you got to rewire it to make it all look nice. Right. That's the main core. But we're also adding in other features where people can actually learn how to code uh, network switches and routers. So. So if you you got it copyrighted, you got it copyrighted and patented and everything like that. Well, well, someone takes it as a training tool. (laughs) Well, I mean, it it already is since we've already you know released it in america like we have like a poor man's copyright or trademark right now but we're working through the rest of the trademark process um it takes a while to get all that stuff done i bet it does yeah Uh, but yeah so um so one of the things that like i said we're gonna work on adding in you know like a, a pseudo way of configuring network switches and routers so you can sort of emulate what it would be like to actually set up a network and it's i mean we've got ways of doing that love it mate computer nerds everything like that they're just gonna love it all mate i tell you yeah so so we're so so we're gonna we're trying to appeal to the people who you know want to play it as a game who just want to you know, I just want to make things look pretty and, you know, rewire cables. And there's going to be little yeah, yeah. puzzles you have to figure out, too. And then we want to appeal to the people who will... It'll be the cabling. Plus, okay, now you're yeah. going to have to actually configure it as a real network and all yeah, that. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. It's, um, I mean, hey, the, you know, the pie-in-the-sky dream is, you know, I've got a lot of contacts and some... uh some big tech companies because of just people I've worked with over the years. And it's yeah, like, yeah. if I, you know, start showing them like when, when we get a playable demo, like, Hey, do you guys want to invest a couple million into this or something? Yeah. <laughs> be the next big indie game, mate. Indie yeah, game company. And, That's what you could be. And just be like, yeah, I can quit my day job. And, you know, yeah. and while like the, the guys who are the really good programmers and all that, they can do all that. Then I can just go write my books and all that yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the bait that's the plan for life now that's Dude. what you gotta do hey Definitely. it's I, all, all i can say is we were not expecting this kind of uh, uh you know feedback and yeah. this kind of you know because it, it's been nothing but good feedback so far yeah of course there's been a few people that are like this is not realistic this is not what we do and i'm like shut the fuck up oh. <laughs> at the end of the day it's a game yeah it's in a game store it's a game simulator yeah. game um but like think things can be tweaked things can be you know first time oh, yeah. this is the first thing um but yeah no, that'd be wicked mate God. dude it's exciting like it's... Can't i'll be getting your games off steam i'll be saying oh, oh that's subi's game <laughs> <laughs> well hey if you want i'll um i'll add you to the private demo um yeah yeah that that we have because uh, i mean so right now we're focusing on trying to get it demo ready and yeah, yeah. so we're hoping you know because we all have day jobs so we're hoping in the next yeah. month or two we're gonna have it somewhat of a demo ready yeah. and then um yeah i'll dude i can shoot you the demo link to it oh and, yeah i love that yeah I love that. I'll give it and then definitely. and if you want to stream it or something or yeah. you know <laughs> yeah yeah that'd be cool yeah it'd definitely. be it'd be sweet yeah because i've got a whole bunch of people that we're gonna send it's gonna be a closed demo first you know because yeah. we want people to get out there and just um try to break it you know yeah and get fi- feedback and everything yeah, before it goes feedback yeah, go a- any bugs um yeah. and then 
then once we go fix those, then we'll release a public demo and hopefully get even more feedback mm. on. Uh, you super know. exciting, mate. Super exciting. I know. It's like kind of fucking surreal. Yeah. It's like as I'm seeing my book finally come to life, and then yeah. and then so this game, the 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 origin story of this game, um, network engineer simulator. I just so we have a private Discord uh, with just me and yeah. you know my friends and. I just said in Discord one day, like, do you think it would be a fun game idea to just, you know, rewire network closets and all that yeah. stuff? And I'm just like, I, I I just said like a throwaway line. And then my friend uh, Lynx, um, the main programmer behind um, the game, he just took off with it. And he's like, yeah. and then the next day he shows me like a like an extremely rough prototype. Like, do you mean something like this? I'm like, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> and then he just kept going with it, like making it more and more. And I'm like, oh my god, this is becoming a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I just said it as a joke, and you're taking you're taking off What's with it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, brilliant, mate. Too brilliant, dude, man. Yeah, it's exciting. It's um, you know. Like I said, I'm bringing back the podcast. It's, I'm, you know, a lot going on. Yeah, a lot going on this year. Yeah, man. It's um, I am a, you know, not legally divorced, but we're going through a divorce process right now, and I am a hundred yeah. times happier. Um, yeah. Obviously, I'm not going to spill all the beans here on the recording. Uh, I can tell you more, um, yeah. after the recording. But yeah, yeah, I was completely shocked when you told me. I just, I never. Yeah. You to tell you. Oh, I'm a thousand times happier. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm happy that that's that's the main important thing. Yeah, yeah. And I've got both kids with me. Um, my oldest, she's 20 now, and you know she's working and she hasn't moved out yet or anything. But um, it's but I hardly ever see her now because you know she's working yeah, yeah. or being out with friends and you know yeah. what most 20 year olds do. Yeah. Then the youngest is 14 now. and 14, guys. Yeah. And you're still still in the same same house in that? Yep. Yep. So hoping to... It looks a different view for a while. Yeah, yeah. I've rearranged the office since then. um, I've I've rearranged a lot of the house since then. And it's... (laughs) um, I'll just say it's a lot cleaner than it used to be <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> it's um no longer a complete crazy never okay okay no we're not gonna talk bad um uh, it's not like she's ever gonna listen to this so whatever um so but um yeah man it's uh if we if we get a down tick now we know why <laughs> right right <laughs> she's like my god that asshole. Um, yeah. No, it's, I mean, to be honest, things are as amicable as they can be. You know, yeah. it's, you know, and hope, hoping that this divorce process ends in the next month or two. Dude, it just takes forever. Everything, it's it's yeah. a hurry up and wait game more than anything. Imagine like, all the things you've got to sort out. Like if you, you stay, you say you're keeping the house, you're not having to sell the house or anything like that between you and. Yeah. Well, like well, that, well so. the plan is to sell the house probably in like four to five years and then split yeah. the profits and all that. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I mean, shit, whatever we sell the house for, there's going to be a lot of good profits because yeah. uh, freaking with the way the economy's blown up and all that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
I say, you see, still like still got one young and at fourteen, it would be nice yeah. for her to prune. Age and probably at the same schools and everything. And yeah, yeah, I don't want to do that. Uh, uh, no, so yeah, what I mean, like we have everything all settled on and agreed upon, and all that yeah. stuff. It's just a hurry up and wait game with the lawyer, the courts, and it's everyone takes their sweet time and just wants more money. And stuff. Yeah, because like, you have the Christmas period and everything like yeah, that all going through yeah. there. It takes a lot of time, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, otherwise, like I said, I'm much happier now. It's yeah. um only thing I need to change is you know, uh hoping this game studio takes off, man. Yeah. For, yeah, know. I think I think yeah. I think you you got a good chance for it to do it, mate. That's the thing. Put a lot of time into it, haven't you? So Oh yeah, good. yeah. Like pretty much all of last year was yeah. like a foundational period for the company. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just it's just balancing the priorities of you know your podcast and everything like that and good stuff when you when you got the time, obviously with your job as well. Yeah, it's about time management, isn't it? Making sure you can enough effort into the into the D and D stuff and get that going proper. And, yeah. Yeah, because I'm sort of changing the podcast. Like, I'm still going to do Magic the Gathering stuff, um, but we're going to do, like, a Magic and More type thing where yeah, yeah. it'll be not just about Magic because if you've seen, you know, we do Walrus Water Cooler podcast where it's just sort of, like, company updates. Um, yeah. I'll probably do other podcasts about D&D stuff, you know. Yeah, you could just make it a mixture. You could just have a yeah. day that's Magic, couldn't you? Like, it depends how much you'd want to do a week or month. Yeah, like, it's you know. right now. I think bi-weekly is a good cadence yeah. right now, because yeah. doing the it's weekly you, thing again, do, dude. The weekly, oh god. Yeah, that, that's, that's what I'm finding with my content creator is that I'm starting to feel bad. I've not put anything out. Yeah. Then I pressure myself to put stuff out. And then I think it's not enough. I see. Yeah. I put two videos out, and I'm thinking, Jesus, that's just not enough. But then some people don't even put one a week out, mate. I'm like, why am I putting that pressure on myself to do two, three, four videos a week, two, three, four streams a week? Because I end up doing none. Because mm -hmm. it just gets on top of you, and you're like, yeah, oh, you know. Uh, like you say, your time management is one of the most important things. Where you just have to don't set your targets, but you just make things unreachable. You know. But yeah, like for me, I'm better off putting one one or two good videos out a week than four four semi good ones or four half good ones. Yeah, I mean that that's better I mean, overall. Then they get hit by YouTube, they do well. Yeah. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. And it's just it's just luck. <laughs> Streaming yeah. is something I wish I could do more of, but every time I go to pre I don't know, I just sit there and I arena it is arena that is one of the problems it, it is it really is because i don't like, like playing it for a long time <laughs> you, you try you try to go in with this happy attitude you yeah. know like hey i'm streaming cool and then you start like within te te 10 minutes you feel oh god like oh god. raging like i do but, my dailies with my one of my patrons every day because i don't want to play strangers because i don't I can't blame be asked you. to get through that we literally go on there Right, what you got? Twenty red spells, twenty grits. So we just keep playing. We don't play a match. We'll then do do until we hit twenty spells of each, and then we go, "Cheers, mate! Thanks a lot. Done the dailies in the same 
God, I need every day normally. I need to do that with you. Just yeah, mate. Just do it, mate. Because you you want to build up your your coins. You need to yeah. do it. But you don't have an hour. Get those twenty thirty spells sometimes because sometimes you play someone, they quit straight away, or you know for various things things happen in the game that just doesn't happen and you're sat there playing for a blimmin' hour. Whereas this, less than ten minutes, you're done. You know, I've got yeah. a deck for lands. I've got a deck for. Know, playing lands only doing this which would do no good against a normal player yeah I, I can do it against them I can bosh it out five ten minutes cheers mate thanks a lot we both got ours done now you Bye. Can get on with your day. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds bad but so many people do it on there I swear they do they're like gosh get the dailies done because you need the coins come on quickly <laughs> yeah yeah man oh snap so how, how do you feel like you're doing in your content lately do you feel I know you mentioned you may feel like you're getting near your end, but not yet, or... It does feel... It. The interesting to be when we move at the end of this year. Okay. You know, if we get to move, it'd be interesting when we move again, if I mm -hmm. carry it on. Um, I mean, I enjoy it, then I don't enjoy it. There's so much of the content creating. There is a lot that I don't like. You know, I don't like the way magic is done, the way sometimes magic is promoted, who promotes it, stuff like that. Stuff that shouldn't affect me. Because if I just get on and do my own thing, does it matter what anyone else does or how they do or what or what they're given? Yeah. Or how the game goes. If I just do what I do, it shouldn't affect but it does. It does take its toll. It just gets to a point where fed up of it taking its toll. Fed up of listening to the same crap like going like a certain Discord creators and just read the shit and I'm like oh my god do you know what I mean they all just oh it's just oh I just hate kiss asses mate I just can't be doing with it and I think that's the thing with age now you know I'm 47 next month you are so, not you are not yeah mate 47 you, you look month. like you're 29 a whippersnapper <laughs> <laughs> you are not gonna be forty-seven. Yeah, mate, that's just really. I've got more gray hair than you, and I'm gonna be <laughs> thirty-eight this year. Oh, mate, I'm forty-seven. February the fifteenth. That'd be me. No, you're not. I'm getting to an age where where I'll be the oldest. I'm not the oldest because I know there's a few other yeah. creators that are a bit older than me, um, but not many. Um, I like doing my own thing a lot of the time now. Me and, me and Emma, we've got a, a a book company, our own book company. So he's got a partner uh, who now lives in Scotland, and we do quotation books. It's, is, is that your wife doing that? or? Yeah, so we do this together. So books like this. Oh, this cool. Um, this is Just a Calm Declutter Dolly's. She's on TV over here, and she's got her own That's TV awesome. program. That's awesome. What? A TV yeah. program? Yeah. So what? She collaborated with us and did this book with us. We've got loads of different book titles. Uh, so Emma, my wife, she designs all the books herself. What? And then, yeah, we get them printed all over the world and stuff like that. No. Obviously, UK. Yeah. So like, 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 I'm doing. Are they are they here in the US too? Um. So, I don't know if so. we we're currently doing a deal with someone in the US can't remember the name but um they do like the same kind of decluttering stuff so it's like decluttering your house and stuff like that okay um yeah we've 
we send books all over the world, mate. Dude, you're gonna have to uh, tell me, like, so I can go, yeah. like, if I can find it in a store somewhere, I'll, I'll friggin' buy yeah. it and yeah, right. promote it. Uh, we, um, you know, people do like bad thousands of orders, stuff like that. So, oh, so I know, I know, so I know, I'm speaking on behalf of Walrus Game Studio here, but if you ever want to do like a, it, I, we can't really cross promote our game to your company. To you and your wife's company but if you ever wanted to maybe have a few books of her show up in our network simulator game like you know because you know when you go inside a data center uh at least in the demo level we have a bookshelf where you know we have like you know some fake um networking book names in there yeah, yeah. And we're going to be throwing um, our D&D book in there, too. Just like, you know, oh, right. okay, yeah. taking the picture, then wrapping it up and making it look like a book. Yeah. Um, dude, we yeah. could do the same for you and your yeah, wife's uh, yeah. book. You know, just throw, you, you know, g- give give us some of the, the artwork of the title yeah. of the book covers and we'll wrap it up, throw it in there if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll talk to her about that. The, I mean. Yeah, so that's taking off like, last year. Dude, that's year, awesome. Taking- a lot of my time because we do um i would do the late the partner in scotland does a lot of the book orders but now i've sort of taken over doing some of the uh distributing some of the uk orders so a lot of my time is spent in that as well now awesome so man is just the content to, that's why I'm, I'm doing one or two videos a week um but so i that's do want to keep up the yeah. magic content as well um recently got a sponsor which is card market um okay but then for about seven, eight months now, they're like the largest marketplace for cards in the world. Oh, so nice. They're um, a bit like TCG and stuff like that. You buy off different people on their site and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, so things are going well for it. I know I could do more on it and push it and grow it quicker, but getting to the point now where, what is it now? 10 years this year think since i've been doing it i think it was 2014 i started i started in 2016 with the podcast i think i was 2014 but it didn't really properly start to around your same as you 2016 when i started doing it you know properly yeah um so yeah but dude so that brings up a question of um you know going back to you and your wife's little book company here Mm. like so is it that's taking you said that's taking up more of your time right yeah yeah just because you know i mean we could pass on what i do to someone else but i like doing it as well do you know what i mean yeah. we sort of sit together work well and it saves you guys money too you're not having yeah, to exactly. hire someone I pack all the orders every day you know so it depends how many books we sell each day sell 20 damn sell each day oh shit yeah <laughs> oh mate i'm doing it seven days a week wow Hey, cooler. One second, mate. One second. Oh my god, dude, this is crazy. That I'm trying to think of trying to get to get the name of the American company because I think you'd probably recognize it. Which yeah, maybe. Um, dude, that's so awesome, yeah. though. Yeah, it's, it, we'll be talking like getting the books into WalMarts and places like that. Um, oh my god, dude, you would. Holy shit! Yeah, you're gonna be like you're you're gonna get to a point where you're like. Yeah, I'm not gonna do magic anymore. It's uh, this book company. We're we're, we're making millions doing this, and <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the lady we did that on, on TV, 
he does a show with someone called uh, Stacy Solomon, who's quite big over here. Okay, and, cool. Um, she she now wants to do a second book with us this year. So what? She's good. Yeah. Dude. Every time this this woman puts up like an Instagram where she's using our book and puts a link, get like twenty thirty orders every time. It's like so, constant daily. So if I visit you next year, are, are you going to be in some like sort of mansion by the beach or something? <laughs> <laughs> From a beach house, own beach. Nah, doubtful. doubtful. <laughs> be like, be like, yeah, I'm I'm here to see Matt, aka Total MTG, and then you're gonna be like, who yeah. are you? Oh, you, you, it's Zuby. <laughs> it's like, sorry, he doesn't recognize you anymore. <laughs> Too much of a peasant. The butler. The butler. <laughs> yeah, the butler. <laughs> Alfred, go on, Alfred. Dude, that's congrats on that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's going really well. She does. She's done really well on that. She has. She's very clever. And then dude, in you, between you, doing that, she has a full time job in that as well. So. Holy crap, yeah. dude! You got to be proud of her, man. That's um. Yeah, she's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, dude, that's exciting. Yeah, exactly. So it's, yeah, good things coming out this year. It might be obviously both sides, but you just now I, I do. I'm ten hobby wise. This is now. It's not like oh my god, I need to chase down. Yeah, I'm on pleasantly, um, you know, to try and it just can't. It's what yeah. it is now, you know. I, yeah, the numbers go up, but it's slow and it's oversaturated magic content in in YouTube even even more so. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, and for arena stuff, there's every person's doing it. So yeah, I, I feel like um, that's been something you and I have been talking about for years, ever since we both started. It felt like every year, like, oh, there's more creators. There's more creators. Oh. And then, you know, Arena came around. It exploded with more creators. And then yeah. Spell Table exploded with more. And then everybody's just doing, you know, their own commander shows now. And it's oh, like... there's so many, mate, in there. Can you think of the times when we used to play Commander? Like, you used to have yours. I mm -hmm. have one on stream and you know, you'd literally go on there now, and there'd be as many commander streams now as arena streams oh, yeah. now. Uh, which is nothing bad in that, but it's, it's like oversaturation. Yeah, because I can't stream five, six days a week, and I can't do it for five, six hours a week. Yeah, I'm never really gonna grow streaming. And much as I like sitting there with a good group of things, it's a time thing. You have to do your time. Like, do I spend the afternoon doing all the books? wrapping that and doing them and getting orders ready because that's actually I, getting you money yeah you know do i sit with 10 to 20 people who you may get like a pittance compared to yeah, yeah. and you i love books. chatting to them because they all yeah. you know every day they're saying are you streaming today and they still do every okay yeah and then and comes up and i can't you know i did say to them this year i will try and at least get one or two streams in a week mm -hmm. um well, dude, we're getting to, I mean, especially with with us getting older, mm. and especially with you, and I don't mean this as a slight, but we have to start thinking about, you know, our financial yeah. lives, too, you know, yeah, because yeah. it's, and especially our time, like, how are we going to use our time? Because it's going to yeah. get to a point where we can't work anymore. We got to... Yeah. you got to do things that really enjoy as well. I'm not saying yeah. don't enjoy it, but you've got to... That too, yeah. You know, you're not getting any younger. I say, my cousin was about a year and a half ago, two years ago now. Died at the age of fifty. Oh, died? Like, 
Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm sorry to hear Canada, that, man. Yeah, he lived in Canada. Just uh, woke, woke up. Wife woke up. He was dead. For, you know, fifty years Holy old. Holy crap! And I'm thinking that's three years away from me. I mean, I'm not saying I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, knock on wood and but, all that. Yeah. But you never know. I know. You never know what's coming. So, you know, you have to sort of think what's going to make my life better. Yeah. Is it doing this or is it doing that? And fortunately, you know, just don't have the um, energy or time or enthusiasm to do it quite as much as I used to. So, no, I know exactly what you mean because it's even coming back with the podcast now it's I, I i'm doing it for like one of two reasons two you know i do want to dabble back in magic again and or, yeah. or one dabble back in magic two it would be you know starting to bring more awareness to my game studio too right so yeah, it's what you want to do yeah which is which is progressing yeah for the, you know the studio which is what you want to do so yeah this is a good platform to do it so um yeah. yeah so and, and it's like dude we're having so much fun like doing this stuff like for, for instance so the second book um i've been doing so much research on uh of naval uh naval stuff like clipper ships pirate ships mm. and all yeah. that and um so one of the reasons i want to go to england so bad is i think it's the greenwich museum where they have the cuddy sark oh yeah 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 the, the the big clipper ship yeah. and all Greenwich. that or, or, or it's Greenwich okay you said uh, you said it you said it as it should be as it's spelled so don't worry about yes. that yes <laughs> <laughs> my bad yeah. English people sorry <laughs> I was watching a, what was I watching the, I, was, I can't remember I can't remember the story but it was something along those lines and this was a British person saying it he would say he was saying it like yeah I went to Greenwich Probably, what are you, I mean, you've got an excuse for God's sake. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, see, I'm American, all right? We're dumb. American. <laughs> we always say different things. Like, what were we saying the other day about stuff? I can't remember. There were some words we were going for a while back when they were like, remember? It's like saying different ways and yeah. tomato. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. Yeah. Sandwich. Sandwich. <laughs> no so so uh so part of my second book has been researching that stuff like just understanding like how how did they even like do combat back then you know like you know with the cannons and fighting and like how did they sail like there's a lot of good resources and dude so this whole cuddy sark thing with the clipper uh t races they did back in right. what the late 1800s i think where where they would travel from like Shanghai all the way back to England um, and go like around the coast of South Africa and all that. Oh, Dude, right, it yeah. just blew my mind, like the path they would take, you know, yeah, and yeah. like how the hell did these people back then like know where the hell they were going, you know? Because no, <laughs> it's not like you go on a road and it leads to somewhere and you can see signs. Yeah. When you go in the sea, to see it's literally yeah, just there, there's, the same yeah. everywhere you go how would they honestly map some compasses you know just compasses and stuff and well i, I know i know they did it with you know with the sun the stars yeah. and you know i know there was ways they did it but it's it, amazing, it's, it still blows my mind like yeah like they knew it's such a vast journey yeah going to and to get there right yeah. well and especially like if you're sailing during a storm too like how easy it must have been to get turned around 
or or, or even if yeah. it was like super cloudy yeah, yeah. or even like a cloudy night right like how hard was it to eat, know exactly where you're going You'd probably like to visit some of the naval ports down here, like Southampton and Portsmouth and places like that around down oh, England. Yeah. Very heavily uh, naval-based places and um, rough. Portsmouth is a bit like place, like a bit rough places, but. Um, well, well, I mean, yeah, Cuddy Sark is definitely on my list. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I mean, I know the other, you know, touristy stuff like Stonehenge and. Yeah, you know, been Abbey Stonehenge. Road. I've been there for years. Yeah, that's yeah. that's amazing to go to. You know, like Abbey Road yeah. with the Beatles and all that stuff. And, mm. But, yeah. yeah, no, like my first thing, I want to go see Cuddy Sark and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> know what it's like. Like, oh, God, this is what it was like to be on a ship. And um, yeah, yeah. so, I mean, that's been a ton of fun researching that stuff. Um, yeah, I bet. Yeah. And it's it's been um, it's like learning a whole new language, too, like how they yeah. you know do like how they like how how they would sail and um you know the orders they would give out and yeah um oh it's just been yeah. a lot of fun i've got a lovely book here i, I won't find it now because i'll I'll find it and i'll get the name of it for you next time but it's a book about um like a naval language okay it gives you um all in like the old times of all the words that they used to use on the naval oh, ships. Oh snap! Okay, it translates to what what they are. I got it from the muse uh, from the museum when I worked there. Oh, um, cool! That's yeah. I forgot you worked in a museum. Yeah, yeah, you'd find that book really, really interesting. You'd yeah. love that book. It's all old ships and pirates and words they use and just translate them to what they mean now and stuff like that. Uh, but I'll try and dig the book out, and it's really well illustrated book as well. Um, I bought it first of all just because of the cover. It just looked amazing. You I know, know you, you buy books for shelves. Yeah. I'm like, God, that book looks. And then it was like reading. It. it was like I used to take it to work and read it. It was like, oh, it's really interesting. So, um, speaking of pirates, so I don't know how true this is, but um, on my mom's side of the family, her maiden name is Lavasser, which is a French name. Right. Um, yeah. And there is. So, do you know the anime One Piece? Oh yeah, yeah. I've tried uh, watching that, yeah. And so, so basically, the the anime is about the pirate king has left his treasure, and people got to go find it. Uh, Maybe I didn't see the anime version. Was there an actual? There, there was a Netflix version. I watched the Netflix version. I okay. couldn't get into it. Yeah, it was just a bit. Don't know. It it threw me because I felt like the characters were all meant to be older, and they were all kids. It totally well, threw me. Well, all it, younger, wouldn't they? Well, they, they all part of the story. So I mean, it just... so it, that, that's kind of how it, it is in the anime. Like they're around that same age, uh, yeah, um, yeah. But um, so so like the main crux of One Piece is you know this pirate king has left his treasure, and it's like, well, you go find it, and you become the next pirate king. You know, yeah. that's the main crux. So that the pirate king is apparently based on a real life pirate. Um, I think they called Labuse or Labuse, like meaning yeah. the buzzard. Um, and his name was Oliver Lavasser, which is oh, you know, really? part of my mother's maiden name. Like, yeah, and yeah. so I'm like, I may be related somehow to this famous pirate, and he pirate, and, and he actually did bury a treasure that to this day no one has found. Oh man! So you need to find that map. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> 
Like a Goonie adventure. Come on. Right, right. So it, it was just cool. Like, while researching all this stuff, it's, you know, I find that out. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, my God. That's <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mate. Yeah. So I'm going to gonna go become a pirate and yeah, try to find it, some treasure. And get yourself a little patch off Amazon or something. Right. And then yeah. actually get taken over by real pirates on the sea. And, yeah, you know. yeah, plastic pir- uh, parrot on your arm. Yeah. I'll just <laughs> stay away from Somalia. The Somalian yeah, yeah, pirates over there. there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're bored you and they're, they're, they're taking yeah. control of you. They'll be ransoming you. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. But yeah, no, definitely find that book if you can, because I will find that book. Yeah, I think it's on my shelf in in, my, in the other room, so I'll definitely okay. get it. And I'll send you a picture of it. And yeah, that'd be awesome. You can order it and have a look. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a. I just saw that. Yeah, it'd be a perfect book for that. Oh yeah, oh Maybe yeah. Get some really cool words and names you could put into your next one as well from it. Or something like yeah, hell yeah, kinds of translations and stuff. That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah. That'd be awesome. Um, I'm pretty sure it gives stories of all different boats as well. I think it does in there. As okay. Well, so, yeah, yeah, it's a very interesting, interesting book. No, oh, that's awesome. Man. Some, for someone like me who doesn't really read a lot, you know. So, oh, that is one habit that I have picked up a lot in the past year and a half was is reading. Um, yeah. I wish I could, mate. I, that's one hobby I'd love to be able to just tension span is just like a gnat to me it's like seconds you know what i mean it's just like... so you want to know how to really do it because i was uh, the same way i mean because yeah. like, i've always been a reader all my life but it just yeah. you know like over the years especially kids and job you know i stopped reading a lot but past year and a half i made it a habit to read before bed really yeah and so just when when you go to sleep go lay down get a book even if you only read a few pages before you pass out it'll start becoming a habit and then eventually you know it may take you a month or two to finish a book but whatever you know yeah yeah. but if you really want to get back into it dude that's the best way i found for me at least just just do it like even if you read five pages a night that's yeah you'll eventually start getting into it more it's a habit yeah because yeah. normally I I just watch YouTube before I go to sleep and then I can't sleep because of lights. Yeah. And the, it's tr- just tr- like, yeah. Trust me, reading about it'll put you to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but what also sucks is uh, sometimes you'll be reading a book and it gets so good that you still can't sleep because you're like, I want to yeah, keep exactly. reading. <laughs> reading, yeah. So it worked both ways. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I say that to anyone who really wants to get into reading, like do it. Yeah. Take take a book with you to bed, even if you get five pages into it, you know, that's more yeah, yeah. than you did today, or, you know, than you did exactly, before. Yeah. Oh, excuse me, yeah. Yeah. Cause I've it's... got a Kindle, and I've used it about ten times. Well, then should start, should use it start using it, yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. I did read one book on there, and it was like a series, and I read the first one, and then, like you say, I got so into it, I just kept reading it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I could, but it's like I've just gone out of the habit. That's the that's the thing. It's been a few years since. It's definitely something I'd like to get back into. I'll just do it. A relaxed old age. No, no, no more, no more YouTube videos when you're going no. to bed. Just exactly. <laughs> just, just read some. Just start reading a book. Yeah, yeah. Trust definitely. me, it's more interesting. Cause, um, dude, I've read so much good stuff lately. Yeah. Um. 
I mean, I mainly read fantasy, and I can uh, mm-hmm. give you so many recommendations because yeah, past yeah. year and a half, I've read so much shit. It's so good, <laughs> like so much. Um, yeah. I mean, like, and I'm not the fastest reader ever, so it's. Uh. I mean, there are some books that I've read. Well, well, my problem is I read a lot of dense books. You know, there are mm-hmm. some books that it just takes you a while to get through because of just how dense the writing is but if yeah, there's yeah. a book that i'm reading where it's a pretty light read even if it's like three four hundred pages it's i can read it in a day and all that Damn, now yeah jeez. because it's it, it, it and you'll see what i mean like um good example we'll, we'll use a good example um lord of the rings lord of the rings can be considered a oh, dense read right for the year <laughs> um and then you know another book uh, I don't know. What do I have? Light book, off the top of my head. I don't. Harry Potter. You know, the first Harry Potter book. That's considered a light read, where oh, okay, yeah. I I could finish the you know, you know, a Harry Potter book in a day, right? Because yeah, yeah. it's just so easy to read. It flows through fast. Where Lord of the Rings, it's like each page, you're digesting a lot of information and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, no, it's definitely something I want to get back into. Definitely, and do it. Find a series of books that I like as well. Do you know what I mean? Something that would make me go right. Well, like I said, if you're into fantasy, I've got so many good recommendations yeah. and all that. Yeah, I t- tend to go for more like thriller, killer kind of things, murder and mystery and okay, that sort of stuff is normally my. I do have a bit of an obsession with serial killers and stuff like that, which. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do love watching that. I don't know why it sounds really bad, but I do love. No, I mean, I, I just find them so interesting and. Hey, I mean, like I know that. a lot of people that are into that, like love watching yeah. documentaries on serial killers oh, and. Mate, I've watched them all. Or, or like cults and stuff, and. Yeah, my main YouTube, I watch is crime channels. Without a doubt, I think I would have made a good FBI agent or. A, yeah, MI5. Oh, dang. Like a James yeah. Bond. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. One. Do you, um... Not quite made it to seven. Is, uh, is James Bond pretty big in the UK? Um... Because, I mean, I... Yeah, I it used to be, yeah. It used to be quite, yeah. Now, I mean, like, it's not as big in America as it used to be, but there's still, like, a uh, huge fan base for it. Yeah, yeah, there's always, a, there's always like, a discussion about who's going to be the next Bond. Yeah. David Craig, Daniel Craig, I think, was the best Bond for me. He's, he's been the best Bond. You know, um, you, you know, it's sad to say, um, I have not seen any Daniel Craig Bond films. Oh, I know. God, he's the best. The, the, he's the best. Be- better than your Roger Moores and all them. Because I've he's... seen all the other ones. Because the last yeah. Bond movie I saw was the last Pierce Brosnan one, which I don't. Tomorrow Never Dies, or yeah, I didn't like his too much. He's I, I can but I liked him in Goldeneye, but mm, yeah, the other one that because he did what two more after that, I think, or three. I I, so. I can't remember. Like the the other two that he did after Goldeneye, I did not really care for. Uh, I'd definitely recommend doing the Daniel Craig ones. They were real good stories on there. Yeah, they sort of followed on. M and stuff like that when she left and he had to come back and protect and it was they were good he's just really good at it it's a shame to me it's like when I'm leaving I just don't see how anyone can do it as good um 
the only person that I could see do it, it would be good, but he's getting older now, which is a problem, which is um, uh, the guy that plays a series over here called Luther. Uh, okay. Idris Elba. Oh, Idris Elba? Yeah, I could see him being a good Bond, but he's getting older now. That's the problem. He, he yeah, could have been he a good Bond get... five years how, ago. How old is he now? Yeah, he's, he's probably a bit too old now. He's still fit because he's done a couple of action movies recently. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no. He's 51? No, oh, he's he not. He is. Holy crap. Yeah, he's he still could looks... still do it. Yeah. He could still do it. Just I, I, I think good. Yeah, good I, I love... He's a great actor. Um, yeah. could I, definitely see him doing it. Who else? So if he's considered too old and they want something, someone maybe mid-30s, young 40s or something... I've looked at Tom Hardy, maybe, which could be okay. I don't think he's more of a quiet, silent type of yeah. thing rather than a smooth. He's not really a smooth talking. Yeah. I mean, he's not really like that, so I don't see the role fitting him really. Um, I don't know who the actor is, but that there was one in Forty Shades of Grey that they reckon, but I don't know him, so I don't know who that. The one was. who played Christian Grey, or yeah, uh-huh. yeah, they spoke about him quite a bit, but I don't know. Me, he's, he's not that type of actor. Who uh, other than that, they did talk about yesterday. There was major uproar about it because they talked about an American actor doing it. Oh, it went mad! It went mad. I can't remember. I don't know the name, but I saw it on a tweet or something. Wait, wait. Has every actor that's played Bond has they have they always been from British, British or, or or from yeah. the UK? Yeah, Sean. Sean Connery. Was Roger Moore Roger too? Moore. Some Roger Moore? I'm pretty sure Roger oh. Moore was. I can't look on the computer, so I got to use my phone. Roger Moore. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Duh. Um, um, no, I'm not thinking of. Oh God. All right. I, I'm going to think Google Dalton like, was. Um, yeah, that, that's the one who I was. Uh, Dalton. Um, then Pierce Brosnan. George Lazen? Oh no, yeah, Timothy Dalton. Yeah, Timothy Dalton was yeah, British actor. Yeah. Of course, uh, Dame Judi Dench as M. Yeah, M. Yeah, so you're right. Oh my God! Yeah, that would be a. Yeah. W- would there be I'll a? Hu- you think there'd be a huge uproar if they oh. chose someone not British? Yeah, just to change it. I don't think they do it. And they spoke about making it female as well, and that caused a massive uproar. But some things surely have to be kept traditional to what they are. I mean, James Bond. I mean, you could do a Bond series, but would it really be... I mean, James Bond is James Bond. 007 is just the agent. So you could do a 007 with someone else. Mm -hmm. James Bond is... James Bond, isn't it? It's not not Jemima Bond. Yeah, so could do something like that, but I'd, I'd make it a different, like a spin-off or something like that. I think. But it, it it it's they're trying to get the name. So if they use a female, they're they're gonna wanna they're gonna yeah. still wanna call it James Bond because it yeah, has so, that marketing for it. Yeah, exactly. So so another one that could be, would be really good is and he's very fit, so he could be it's Jason Statham. He'd be a good Bond. Is he British? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. is. He's fifty-six. Yeah, he's older than Idris. 
Yeah, but he's fit. He is an athlete. Been doing all the karate films, Expendables, everything. Oh like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Just, all the Fast super... and Furious movies, and yeah, he's super fit still. I'm not saying Idris Elba ain't, but he seems like a big lad. And when you see him walking programs like Luther, Luther is an amazing cop program over here. If you've ever seen Luther, no, get to watch that. that. If you can ever get to watch Luther, there's actually a film on Netflix. There's a Luther extended film. Um, see if you can watch it on there. He's brilliant, okay. Luther. Just, he's, oh, he's a dirty cop. <laughs> okay, so there's one American actor that I think could have made a good James Bond, but you know, sadly, he's passed away. Um, Chadwick Boseman, oh, who, who yeah, played the... Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. I think he could have been a good James yeah. Bond. Yeah, I could definitely. Yeah, I could see him being a good Bond. But with yeah, him being actually, American, I watched Black Panther yesterday again. You know, that's weird. You said that. I watched. I rewatched it yesterday. Black Panther. Dude, I still haven't I... seen the second one. Like, dude, I'm oh, so Wakanda far behind. Yeah, I've. I'm, dude, I'm so far behind Marvel stuff. Like, I haven't. The last Marvel movie that I've seen. Actually, wait, no, no, no. I I went and saw the Marvels in theater, theaters, and I actually enjoyed it. Um, it was. I liked it for two reasons. One, it was funny. It wasn't very serious because, yeah. you know, I, I actually do like, you know, Captain Marvel. Um, shit, what's her name? The Static? Um, oh, my God. Uh, Monica Rambo. I can't remember her name. You know, uh, Captain Marvel's best, f- or the little kid who grew, grew up. Um, I can't remember, no. Um, and then uh, the, oh, shit, the Indian girl. Um Oh Kamala, Kamala Khan. Right, okay. Yeah. yeah no, so, no, so, no. so those so those three. Um I, I love all of them and it was a short movie too. It was only like 90 minutes. Yeah. And it's like oh, yeah. more movies need to be that length. I'm tired of these yeah, 2 Marvel hours, movies. two and a half hour movies. And Marvel's are always long, aren't they? Marvel movies always long. Yeah, they need to stop being so long. Yeah. Not all of them have to be two two and a half hours. But um yeah. Yeah, but dude, there's still so many movies and TV shows I have not seen. It's ridiculous. I'm so far behind, and I'm just—it's too too overwhelming. And, and now that they got rid of Jonathan Majors as Kang, it's like, what are they going to do with that whole plot? Or are they just going to forget about it, sweep it under the rug? Yeah. See, there was a new, another new. I think it was Marvel series on Disney, which was Echo. I, I've seen advertisements for that. I haven't watched yeah. it or anything. It's okay. I'm from the advertising. I might give it a go, but like you say, there's so many on there. So I haven't kept up with half of them, I, and I don't know what order they're all in or anything like that. And oh, dude. I know. so many spin-offs. I tried watching uh, one of the spin-offs last week, which was it's an older one though. Um, oh, two from the Marvel. Um, Captain America's friend that does the shooting. Oh, uh, the Winter Soldier. When, yeah, the series was the Winter Soldier and the other another guy. Oh, F- Falcon. Yeah, I watched two episodes. I just couldn't get into it. I was just like, oh, no, what was going on? I was like, yeah, it, just... yeah that one was okay. Like, like yeah. g- g- going from WandaVision, which I loved. I thought WandaVision yeah. was great, and then to Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's like, eh, it was okay. Yeah. Like, I, I did watch the whole thing. It was just, I don't know. They're shoving too. They're having the same problem as Magic. Too yeah. much product. Yep. 
giving you spin-offs like oh my god we made money on this so let's saturate it with all these spin-offs and extra you know like magic with the extra secret layers and all the universe well, beyonds and the the problem also is at least a lot of the criticisms i've heard is it feels like every single show and movie isn't its own self-contained story anymore it's just setting up for the next thing whereas yeah, yeah. if you were to watch you know the old oh, i hate saying old but you know the first marvel movies coming out they were all self-contained stories like you didn't yeah. have to watch the other ones you know to understand yeah, yeah. what's going on in this one yeah that's the thing you can like some for what they are like i like the captain america ones you know, I can watch all them, and I can, you know, like uh, Iron Man. On two, oh, yeah. you know, you can watch them as they are, they and they don't really intervene with each other. Mm -hmm. So you know, they're all good films in their own rights, which is, you know, which is what I like. But yeah, like you say, these series are a bit ill intermingle, which is just not. Well, so like the problem with the uh, the Marvels movie was if you had not watched WandaVision or uh, Ms. Marvel, those TV mm -hmm. shows, you'd have no idea who two of the heroes are in, in the movie. You would just know yeah. Captain Marvel, you know, who had her own movie, and then yeah. her two friends, which if you didn't watch the series, you'd be like, who the hell are they? Yeah, wouldn't have a clue, you know? yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, that's one of the problems with it. Like, if you're not watching all of it, you're yeah. going to be lost. For me, the worst thing about it's just my view the worst thing about like the three main Marvel films you know the infinities that that whole one was Brie Larson I, I'm just not a fan of Brie Larson so really yeah can't no can't be having her and huh. as soon as she flew in to save the day of that bit I was like that is just <laughs> shit it should have been when Thor entered you know in the previous one yeah Thor came in in between everyone that was to me that was the that gives me goosebumps still I no i watch that when he comes when they're all getting slightly beaten and he just flies in and just comes down with the lightning that is to me but when he just sort of enters and they have all the women together and the thing I'm i like, i i kind of i mean that i can see why some people don't like it like i've always liked free larson um, the cast don't like her either. Really? Damn. Yeah. You want to see some? Of, you want to see some of the stuff? They can't stand her. She's always trying to. She's been rude to him. I've seen clips where she's been rude to him in interviews. And Dang. Uh, she's not liked at Damn. all. Damn. And it makes a mockery of the thing. Is like, well, if she could have just come and saved everyone because she had that superpower, she could have just destroyed Thanos and everyone on her own. Like she come flew through the, I don't know the the spaceship and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Why did they bother with the whole rest of the film? All of the others that couldn't get it done. Yeah. You're talking in one fight. You had, I think it was Hulk, Iron Man, Thor. Everyone fighting Thanos at once, and he was keeping them all at bay. Then, and the answer was, oh, the other planets didn't have you lot. When they she said that, I was like, oh my god. What on earth so, so from a story standpoint, I can understand that because, yeah. like, not liking that, but I don't know. Brie Larson just never has like bothered me. It's she, 
I, I don't know anything about behind the scenes stuff with her. Yeah, I'd have to send you some stuff because yeah. I watch a lot of that stuff and because yeah, some of the stuff where she sits there and you're like, oh, it's just so cringy what stuff that she says about when they said something and she's like, well, no, it was me. You know, she's really big in herself. Like you're mm. trying to do it. So like, typical Hollywood actor. Down. Robert Downey Jr. and flipping people like that, like no, they're they're a lot bigger than you, Robert Downey Jr. and that. I mean, but yeah, yeah. I'll, sh- I'll send you a few of the clips where it's like All right. the whole. So, so I'm the so whole I'm cast a- hate Brie Larson and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm assuming you've never seen the Marvels movie that just came out. Uh, no, I saw her first movie and I actually didn't think it was that bad. It put her in a better light than her. Was it the first one she did? Yeah, the she first one. First, one. yeah. Well, you, yeah, well, so yeah when... she, she's only done, yeah, that just Captain Marvel, then the one that just came out, The Marvels, where it was the three yeah. of them. I saw Captain Marvel, and I thought that put her in a better light. Yeah, she, I, um, it, I mean, it wasn't the best movie. Just, it was, I bet it wasn't the worst either by far, was it? It, it, was, no, it was an okay movie. It was movie, decent, yeah. Ever, I don't know whether she just doesn't mix well with others in movies. I don't know. That's the impression I got, that they all got on none of them got on with her hmm. uh, which was a weird I don't know it's all thing I think if it was one or two that didn't get on with her then fair enough yeah then it's just the way way it goes isn't it there's um Charlize Theron doesn't get on with um who doesn't she get on with someone that I thought she really would do Tom Hardy really Charlize Theron in the in the filming of Mad Max employed a bodyguard keep him away from her they were co-stars yeah wow because uh, she was scared that he was going to hit her wow and she wouldn't do scenes with him and um, she shouted at him in one thing and he he got in her face apparently just said who do you think you are because i think he turned up late a few times and she just threw her like a diva fit i really like charlie's Theron. i've always liked her as an actress in in stuff um but yeah apparently through a massive diva fit and Tom Hardy just like what on earth are you doing and yeah, yeah you can see there's obviously things where people don't always get on I mean that's always like, going to happen like when a whole a whole car say no 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 I ain't having this Marvel shit I mean I there, I mean I think with the proliferation of social media we get more exposure to that you know from actors and actresses and all that like knowing that kind of behind the scenes stuff but dude there there's probably stuff about some of our favorite actors and actresses that you know they just don't talk about in hollywood or britain or anything that yeah. it's probably like it i would not be surprised if some of my favorite actors and actresses are actually really super shitty people you know oh, yeah definitely yeah. yeah you see but, like you know probably rude in public and stuff like yeah. that and I mean, like, isn't one of the Spider-Men meant to be really rude to people in real life? Say, say so that again? Got, you know, we've got three Spider-Men, and you three spider Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. One of them, I can't remember which one it is. I think it's the original one. Oh, Tobey Maguire? To, yeah, he's supposed to be a flipping nightmare. He's supposed to be so horrible. People come up for autographs now, and he literally says, fuck off. He literally goes, tells them to get lost. Okay, okay, so... In his defense, right? Okay, so would you, if you were super mega famous, 
and you couldn't go outside your front door without people coming up to you all day, every day, do you think you would be nice every single time? I don't think I would. Then maybe he's just at it too much, too often. Yeah. A child actor. He's just fed up. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because he ha- he was a child. Yeah, he started when he was very young. Like, dude, I yeah. I can understand that. Now, now, if then you're I see now, the other side, that, or someone's hero, that yeah, that too. It's, you have to live up to that hero status because you've just been given fifty million to play a role in a film. Yeah, you are portraying it, and you've portrayed it well. They believe that you are Spider Man. That's what they believe, and then you make a little kid cry. I'm like. Yeah, I mean, it, it's two seconds out of your life, you know, to someone. It, it it does sort of go both ways, right? For that yeah, stuff, I think and... both ways. I can see his point of view. Then I can think, you've chosen to live that life. Not, it's not. You know, you can't choose to be star, worldwide star, then not have some people. You know, because they're not being they're not being horrible. They're just like, oh my god, you're my hero. Yeah, I mean. So, but yeah, me personally, I'd get the right ump of it. I'd be worse than him. <laughs> I'd be worse. <laughs> then you probably wouldn't get many jobs after that. So, <laughs> nope, probably not. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, the the same thing sort of goes for like when you're on set too, right? I mean, yeah. the these these people are on set for like twelve to sixteen hours a day every day. And you really think some of them are gonna always get along and stuff? There's gonna be tempers flaring. I mean, like I said, that's why that's why I think there's probably so much stuff we don't know that happens, right? That t- take Shirley Theron and Tom Hardy, right? You know, it could have been both of them had a really bad day or whatever, yeah. and he got in her face and she got scared, had to get a bodyguard. You, you know, maybe she was doing something too. You know, we we don't know. Yeah, yeah. Or or, or oh, it could yeah. have been Tom was absolutely horrible to work with. And she had to get a bodyguard because he, he, she was feeling threatened. Like, we don't freaking know. And Brie Larson, for instance, right? It's like I said, it could very well be that, you know, she is an incredible diva to work with and no one, everyone hates her. Or yeah. I, I, I don't know. Just Google about her just to actually yeah. find out why. It says that uh, some of the members of the Avenger cast have a problem with the Captain Marvel character. Oh, the character. Uh, and the storyline, but and her performance as well. Because she was a bit arrogant in it and a bit I thought the character was a bit arrogant. Maybe she was told to portray that way. Yeah. I didn't like that's the one thing I didn't like. But they said they said she um, expresses some um, political views they don't like. And oh, apparently she's been whatever. caught many times lying and called out about the Avengers. She apparently she's just been caught lying about what goes on there. Oh. She got multiple things. Ah, whatever. So, they're all, but they're all overpaid for what they do. Look at what Robert Downey Jr. was when he once a like an alcoholic drunk or something. Used yeah, to something like that. Sets and stuff, and it's just normal people, isn't it? Yeah. At the end of the day, only like me and you, just that they get paid a lot of money to do the job they do. Yeah, I mean they they're they're nothing. They're not any more special than us, and. Yeah. I mean, Charlize Theron should have known not to start a fight with Tom Hardy. I mean, he's bloody Bane after all. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start a fight with Bane. 
Well, like I said, we we don't know what really happened, right? It, it could have been she she could have just been completely fed up with his BS and called him out on it, you know. And Bane is the second, yeah, second best baddie in the world behind Thanos. There's no doubt. Bane was up there. Um, third, the Joker, That's the top three. Um, J- Jared Leto's Joker, right from Suicide Squad, best one. Him. Actually, love no. Him. I love, horrible. I, love him. I, horrible. I didn't mind him, mate. I love Jared Leto's one. I've got him up oh. here as, as one of my pops. Oh, so bad. <laughs> yeah, but he has certain scenes that he was really good in. Have really good scenes, like when they're in the in the kitchen and he come up behind them and he put his hands on the shoulder and stuff like that. I remember stuff, like, and I thought that was such a good, no, such a good scene that was. Um, but there was a scene like was, that in Suicide Squad. Yeah, the, all the badges are in there. Yeah, he comes up behind. And I can't remember what he says. Oh, what did he say? I haven't seen that movie in forever, and I don't really oh. think I want to again. <laughs> it was so bad. I do like that. Oh. I mean, Mark Hamill's always going to be probably my favorite Joker. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know, from the cartoon and all that. Yeah, yeah. But see, like, most people like um, the guy that died, didn't they? Yeah, Heath Ledger. Whether they like him, Keith Ledger, because... I mean, he did amazing. He was phenomenal. He was very good. He got into it very well. Yeah. Um, that's another thing as well. See, you talk, we talk about my favourites, which is Thanos and Batman. Mm-hmm. Can't see another Batman past Christian Bale. I just can't see it. I just well, I thought Robert Pattinson did good. I thought... Okay, but different. He, he played. Nice. He played a really good young Batman who was yeah. like just starting out like a Batman year one type deal. Yeah. Christian Bale. That voice. It's just. Wait, I just love Christian Bale. Oh, oh, I, you, I mean, was you're not wrong. Amazing. It, it, yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. Um, yeah. I, I, I do need to watch the Batman again, the new one. Um, and yeah, I've got it. I've got it to watch it. I've watched it once. Like you, I need to watch it again, probably to appreciate it a bit more. Um, I, I mean, I was surprised how good he was actually. I mean, Christian Bale yeah. was great. I still love Kevin Conroy as the voice of Batman for the cartoons. Mm-hmm. You know, along with him and yeah. Mark Hamill. Um, do, do you read any of the Batman comics? No, but I kind of want to get into them. Yes. I just don't know whether I should start doing comic stuff as well because I saw there was a. Uh, a local comic shop that I used to, where we used to live in St Albans used to um, they advertised I think it's a new Thanos comic oh cool it was, like, it was like Thanos number one and they had a picture of him on the front with um, the Hulk in some kind of battle I was like it's a Thanos comic what the hell dude so <laughs> so it's been a while since I've read this series but one of my favorite recent Batman comics was um I can't remember the title of it. It may have been called Three Jokers. It was was about three incarnations of Joker, like all teaming up to try to stop Batman. And, you know, you know, Robin and the Red Hood and Nightwing and all that. And you'd recognize these three incarnations of Joker from like previous, 
you know, movies or, or cartoons and stuff. And, and like each one is like, one is the, the gangster version of the Joker. Another one is the, the clown version of the Joker. And the other one's just like the complete psycho version of the Joker. And it's, it's really, because if you ever read the comics or, I mean, you've seen all the movies too. There's the way they always portray Joker is slightly different, right? Like Mm -hmm. Jack Nicholson's Joker is more of the gangster version, right? Yeah, yeah. From the Michael Keaton Batman. Um, you know, the the Batman from the 1960s with Cesar Romero, he was like the clown yeah. version of the Joker. You know, like Heath Ledger's Joker was more of like the insane one. Um, yeah. That kind of stuff, you know. What would you say the latest Joker is more like? The more insane the, the, one? The, the Joaquin Phoenix yeah. one? Um, oh, then it's sort of put him in because he's a bit of an insane one, isn't he? Because he, 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 he is. It's... He the the he one thing that well didn't he? oh he my god yeah well. dude it's the thing that I really like about that movie is it just goes to show how broken mental health care is in America oh yeah because I mean because that was more like I mean it was he was a clown in it wasn't he That's yeah what he was yeah and um, it became because he was just beaten down by everything and he just became mentally un, unwell from it all mm-hmm. you know and um. You know, the, like the, the system the failed him like the government system failed him because yeah. Yeah. He, he wasn't making enough money to get actual treatment for what he needed And mm. looking forward to the second one the second one it's got uh, Lady Gaga in the second one I know, as Harley it's Quinn good. like that one's going to be really yeah. interesting I'm excited about that yeah. Yeah, and the they, say, one's got a they say it's going to be a musical too yeah, which yeah, it's gonna be strange, isn't it? I'm gonna love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you had all the steps dancing down the steps in the first one, and yeah, stuff like that. It's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be an interesting film, different, I think, but popular as well. I do love the Joker as a character. Yeah, I mean, and I love Batman. Batman's my favorite superhero. Um, yeah, you can see my models at the back. Oh yeah, all Batman and Joker. Oh yeah, no, I love it. Um, one of my also favorite comic series of of Batman is um, the crossover series of Batman and Ninja Turtles. Right, oh, that's not yeah. Oh, dude, the, there. I mean, there was a Ninja Turtle Batman cartoon movie, but the comic series, yeah. I loved it. So, like, the first series um, is somehow the Ninja Turtles get transported to Gotham. And, you know, it, the, the the first series about like, oh, hey, we got to get back to New York City. And, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and of course, Batman and the Ninja Turtles eventually team up and fight the Joker and the Shredder together. And, dude, it's really good. Like, the art's Sounds fantastic. Um, yeah. dude, and I think that would be like an awesome movie, like even a live action movie. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, like yeah, ma- maybe not fun. as serious in tone and all that stuff, but. You can't be serious with the tales yeah. in there because they're always making jokes and stuff, aren't they? But with the seriousness of potential Batman, with yeah, you have like the two opposites, and you could just see that them joking around him and stuff like that would be quite yeah, yeah be quite funny to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they did they did three series of that like comic crossover, and they were all amazing. Yeah, yeah, definitely worth it because I think at one point, like e- even they have um the whole Batman rogue gallery, like the Joker, Bane, um, 
got whoever the poison ivy penguin penguin you know Catwoman. they all get like mutated into monsters and all that stuff from the ooze that you know from yeah. the ninja turtles <laughs> and it's they all got to stop you know krang and the joker from teaming up or What's whatever oh yeah mr freeze um mr freeze that's it yeah, yeah. i keep trying to get mr freeze pop and i can't get one anyway because he's but arnold schwarzenegger was that was a that was a brilliant one so you sort of oh, feel sorry God. for mr freeze yeah like, yeah he's a very tragic retro. character yeah it's a very uh, retro film that one and it's something that i could definitely see myself watching again god it's own. sad calling that retro because it's like fuck i was a kid watching that movie and <laughs> yeah oh god i was probably a teenager yeah <laughs> oh god i know and it please dude so okay my 20 year old uh you know, telling me that she's listening to retro rock music or classic <laughs> rock, and her and okay. her idea of classic rock is like Slipknot, Lincoln Park, um, you know, Foo Fighters and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, fuck, oh. it's happening to me. This must have been what my parents felt like when I discovered, you know, Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, ACDC, and all that <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, I love them. They're so good. They're just like. Uh, yeah only classic when, when they're saying you know like slipknot is classic rock i'm like oh god oh god i feel so old <laughs> yeah you're having that oh roses. god yeah it makes you feel all right man well we're at two hours here wow oh, i know I know this happens every chat. single we time some magic we did chat some magic. yeah i think for the first today. first good half yeah. You know, yeah. we we always saw us being on to other stuff. Yeah, it happens, it happens. It but definitely. no, it's great. It's always great having you on. Um, yeah, mate, it's always good catching up. Yeah, anything you want to plug before we go here? Um, ah, oh, you can if you want a, some chilled out content. Um, magic content obviously is what I do a lot of now. So total MTG every platform. Um, or more um more on stuff like instagram and youtube obviously and stuff like that yeah little bits on twitter i use that really just to promote now and stuff like that nothing much else but yeah where you can find me in the channel oh uh what about your wife's books book oh, company yeah. uh, that the happy book company uh, yeah get, get, give get me a link to that book i will the three six five books so quote for every day of the year really good good for mental health we do positive thoughts books and everything like that so filled with all famous quotes of all famous people around the world and stuff like that so yeah they're good for wellness and everything else like that which is you know, what you need in this times yeah most people even saying inspirational or poor you know set you up for the day yeah well nice man be thank in, you be in the US soon fingers crossed oh yeah 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 hopefully dude if it does happen you gotta let me know and I'll I'll, I will, mate. I'll, I'll, I'll find out that book I'll, I'll start I'll searching know. You know, like yeah. all, all my stores around Florida and be like, I found it. <laughs> it's there. Donated to the cause. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so we've got lots, lots of new books coming in the new year. So. Dude, that's awesome. Congrats on that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And you've been on TV and stuff. Jeez. I know, mate. I know. Famous books. I know. Yeah. I know. Look at us both. You see, 
started off all years just making little YouTube videos. Now you're going to be like an indie game developer and have a D and D story books and we'll see. Doing books. That's what the plan is, mate. When, when we have our next meet up, we'll be like, "Yep, we've done it. Yep, that's what we've done." All right, man. Cheers, dude. All right, we'll have a good one. Cheers, mate. All right, everybody, thank you all for listening, and I hope you did enjoy that episode. I mean, I always do. Um, I love having Matt on, you know, Matt and Matt. Uh, You know, he's just such an awesome person, great friend. And be sure to check out him and his wife's book company. The link is in the description below. It is so awesome that they're doing so well with that company and you know i'm i'm happy for them really honestly happy and it's you know it's just great getting to hear from him again i i mean i just love it i love talking with him he's such a great person and you know be sure to follow his youtube channel as well too and his twitch if you want to go see his magic content uh does some really good magic arena videos a lot of good budget stuff so be sure to check it out and thank you all once again for listening to Magic with Zuby, brought to you by Walrus Game Studio. And I hope you all have a really great day.